Super Talk Mississippi media production. Specializing in Ford, Nissan, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Rams. CorinthAutoGroup.com and FordOfCorinth.com, where cars and happy drivers meet. Visit us now in person or online with the experience you deserve. Howdy, howdy, it's Rhino here, and I wanted to say thank you for listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone and welcome to middays on super talk mississippi i'm your host gerard gibbard along with my good friend uh, rhino on this friday y'all we are coming at you live this morning from the mid-south forestry equipment show we're just uh, south of starkville mississippi uh rhino i just got a tour of some of this incredible equipment from Tedrick Ratcliffe. He's the Mississippi Forestry Association Executive Vice President. He'll be joining us on the program later on. This is some high-tech, fascinating, incredible gear up here, man. Oh, it's yeah. just incredible. And uh, took a little video. They, they cranked some of that stuff up and actually demonstrated the equipment at work. Uh, taking down trees, processing the trees, chipping wood and so forth. This is stuff is just incredible. And, of course, you look in, in the cockpit, if you will, that's what I'm going to call it, uh, where all the controls are to navigate this complex machinery. It's just a bunch of computers. We're, we should not be surprised. This is the way uh, automation and technology has, of course, been applied throughout uh, really all aspects of, uh, of society and all endeavors. And we've talked so many times before about how we have leveraged tools to create more tools. And so if you think about all the tools behind the scenes used to make the tools that improve the tools. And, and so these folks that are operating this machinery, uh, they're knowledge workers, in effect. It's not just go out there with a chainsaw. You can't find a chainsaw around here. Just go out there with a chainsaw and cut trees down. No, they got this incredibly sophisticated equipment. So it, this is uh, its fascinating. I, I'm having a good time with it, just learning about this stuff. Uh, Tedrick did a good job of explaining uh, a lot about the, the equipment, the industry, the process, and, and met a couple of the vendors of some of this equipment. And then there's also just a huge aftermarket industry associated uh, with the core industry as well. And that's, that's what happens, and this just drives opportunity. And if you can detect a bit of excitement in my voice and, and sentiments this morning, it's because this is capitalism on full display. This is the market economy at its best. It's an industry that arguably I know nothing about. I fully acknowledge that. I do know a fair amount about the technology that went into creating all these wares and this equipment. 
But this is just what makes capitalism so great, what makes this country so great. And uh, these folks that work in this industry, uh, whether they're representing manufacturers of some of this high-tech equipment or whether they are on board and operating this equipment, they have a passion for it. Uh, it you can just see it. They have a, such a positive attitude about what they do. They, they know they're providing incredible value. Uh, to society, but the way this is uh, advanced through technology is just mind-boggling. Tedrick explained to me that there are now uh, processors that they install on the front of this equipment when they're uh, out cutting down the timber that can measure the diameter of these trees, uh, all done with computers, to within a tenth of an inch. So in the old days, they kind of had to eyeball it or maybe put it, uh, measure it with some measuring devices manually. And, and the value of that, the benefit of that is, is that it enables with near perfection segregation of the, of the timber into the proper categories of final processing. And that obviously optimizes revenues and profits. It's just cool. All right, so just wanted to pass that on. We are... Up here again at the uh, Mid-South Forestry Equipment Show, we've got a great guest lineup for you today. Senator Tyler McCon will join us at uh, 1020. Uh, Tedrick Ratcliffe, whom we mentioned earlier, will come on at 1050. And then Russell Bozeman, state forester with the Mississippi Forestry Commission, will join us at 1105. Tedrick will come on again at, at 1150. And uh, Sid Salter, our good friend, political analyst, chief communication officer and director of the Office of Public Affairs at Mississippi State University, will, will be on the program just after noon. Senator Bart Williams represents Choctaw, Montgomery, Octavaha, Webster counties around this area. Vice chair of the Senate Technology Committee will be on at 1220. And then David Livingston, executive director of the Mississippi Loggers Association. And Scott Swanson, president of Stribling Equipment and Empire Trucks. They are, of course, here and exhibiting as well. So a packed lineup uh, for us today. Uh, out there on the uh, something else I want to talk about while we're on the subject of, of technology so we are told that we have to pass this gigantic 3.5 trillion really 5 trillion dollar budget recon bill and yesterday the president once again scorned the most successful in, the, in society you know they just created too much societal value and it made them rich we can't have that we got to take it away from them but he also told us just how critical it is that we pass all this climate change stuff but one of the things you never hear the left talking about with respect to climate change is how nuclear power figures into this rhino i know you've talked about that before but something that's just occurred that we should we should pass on is in iceland Iceland, the world's first carbon removal plant, went online on September the 9th, just a few days ago. The Orca carbon capture plant switched on its fans and began sucking carbon dioxide from the air. Imagine that. Human ingenuity and technology producing, producing equipment and, and innovative processes and approaches to removing carbon out of the air. 
instead of no, you just have to stand down and change your way of life. You just you you got to understand. We got to raise your energy prices. You got to live in one room houses. You can't use internal combustion engines. We got to tax the ever loving snot out of you. They never think about solving problems with human innovation and human um, ingenuity. And right now, the, the only way uh, to effectively remove carbon from uh, the, the planet's atmosphere is by planting trees. And that's not without drawbacks, of course, and we'll talk about that We're at, we're at this uh, event today with our guests. But this is such a novel approach. And this has been worked on for a long time. Finally went uh, online. Why aren't we doing that in the United States? Why, why aren't we pressing forward with that? Uh, Rhino, your thoughts on this? I mean, you, you, I know you're a big nuclear pro proponent. We've talked about that. It just seems to be omitted from the discussion from the left about combating climate change. Yeah, it's really hard to take anybody serious when they're claiming that the, the world is going to end, the sky is going to fall in 12 years' time if we don't do this, that, or the other to infringe upon your rights. But we're only 350, 360, if you include all the illegals, million people in the United States where they can actually implement these ideas and these laws versus places like India or China where there are a billion people each and China especially is really bad when it comes to pollution and then on top of that when you bring up something like nuclear that really could provide energy for millions or potentially billions in a much greener way when everything's supposed to be go green when they won't even talk about nuclear it's really hard to take them seriously and then you have this example where yeah it's a little bit of human ingenuity that could possibly solve the problem that we're facing with excess carbon dioxide but no 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 we're not going to champion that we're not even going to talk about it we got to we got to just tax the heck out of you because you're rich and guess what? The folks who create these innovative approaches and and will ultimately install these carbon removal plants, they might get rich. Don't tell anybody. They might make some money oh, off this no. because they're providing incredible societal value. And then they'll say, oh, well, we, can, we can't have that. we got to tax that. It's, it's always about taxation, control, more government, regulation, and we'll talk about it later on in the program. Uh, we're about to be up against a break, but he here's a thought I want to pass on. You cannot have you cannot have limited government without lower taxes. You can't. And when you have higher taxes, you have more government. And that's what this is all about. It it's it's under the, the pretense of, well, they just don't pay their fair share. By the way, fair share the president said that seven times in his speech. He's obsessed with it. If you ask any of them, well, exactly what is the fair share? How much is that? You won't get an answer ever on that question. I've tried it. You will not get an answer. And they'll come up with all kind of nonsense. And sometimes people that just don't know anything about it will give you an answer and you'll say, wait, that's, that's less than what it is today. You have no clue. We'll step aside for a break right here. It's Middays with Gerard Gibbert, Rhino, back in the studio. We are at the Mid-South Forestry Equipment Show. Senator Tyler McCon will join us next. We'll be right back.
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 90% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 87. Tonight, 50-50 shot of the wet stuff, mostly cloudy, low around 71. Your Saturday, a 90% chance of rain, high near 84. And for your Sunday, an 80% chance of showers, high near 83. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at nodripms.com. In the metro area, the houses talk. Hey, Jan, how's it going today? Hey, Barney. You're not sold yet? No, my shutters need replacing, my floors need unbuckling, my boudoirs need updating. Well, my person called Will White with the price, and Will White said the price was right. No updating, no nothing. I'm sold as of tomorrow. Call Will White. He buys houses. 601-401-4323. 601-401-4323. Or online at homebuyersms.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. He takes the pin, signs the dotted line, touchdown! That's right, you'll always score big when you shop your home team, Ridgeland Mitsubishi. You'll feel like you just scored a touchdown with the deals you'll get on every new Mitsubishi in stock. We have the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander in stock right now with super low 1.9% APR for 60 months. That's right, 1.9% financing for 60 months on new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlanders. This will save you thousands in finance charges alone and get a free 55-inch TV on us. Bring in your current vehicle and we'll buy it at the best possible price no matter its condition. Worried about your credit? Don't stress. We, we say yes. Bet yes. credit. You're approved. No credit. You're approved. Our team of credit specialists are here to serve you and understand that not everyone is perfect. So come score big with your home team where you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. With your credit, deal with details. Does your body hurt? Have you tried unsuccessful treatments for plantar fasciitis, tennis elbow, shoulder pain, or IT band? Innovative Health Clinic, formerly Acoustic Wave Treatment Center, offers an affordable non-surgical solution through acoustic wave therapy. The beneficial effects of acoustic wave therapy are often experienced after only one or two treatments. The therapy eliminates pain and restores mobility, improving your quality of life. Schedule your appointment at 601-944-5585 or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. Now taking same-day appointments. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Five-pound large Gulf Shrimp Special, $29.95. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Seeing is believing with up to 14 types of saltwater fillets. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive, 601-790-9407. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson, 97.3. Now back to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Middays with Gerard and Rhino. Rhino back in the studio. I am 
on-site live at the Mid-South Forestry Equipment Show up here just south of Starkville, Mississippi. And joining us now, Mississippi Senator Tyler McCon. He represents District 31. That includes Lauderdale, Newton, and Scott Counties. He's the vice chair of the Senate Agriculture Committee. Good morning there, Senator. Thanks for joining us. Good morning, Gerard. So glad to be here. Yeah, man. This is incredible, isn't it? This thing. It, it's, uh, this is one of those industries I think a lot of us don't know about, maybe because it occurs in the woods and we don't know but this is unbelievable well that that's it and, and anybody that has any interest in forestry and wanting to know how these products end up from from the soil of, of great state of mississippi into your homes and building these uh these beautiful homes around the state should come out today and and pay their little money it's raining out there you can't do anything else you might as well come out here and <laughs> see them cut these trees down with this top-notch equipment well i tell anybody in ag and forestry we are no longer at a point where you take a chainsaw out there in the woods and, and, and you make a living off that. Yeah. Forestry and ag nowadays is a high-tech no high-tech equipment out there. You've got to kind of know what you're doing. Um, everybody says, you know, the kids are out there doing video games. Well, the reality is when you get in some of this equipment, it is high-tech, <laughs> and, and, and playing video games is one thing that would help you out, I guess. <laughs> it is unbelievable. And so uh, I think gone are the days when the folks that work in this industry are, are just all, all about their, their their physical talents and their their ability their ability to exert that physically to accomplish the task. This is as much a mental endeavor as ever. It's well, incredible. You know, anybody that's got their own business, of course, it's a mental endeavor because yeah. you're constantly trying to be sure at the end of the day that you can feed your family sure. and pay your workers. But on top of that, the, these um, this equipment is is. Not necessarily cheap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and working on that equipment is not an easy task either. So, uh, I, I, d I do agree with you. It's a mental endeavor out there where, where people are having to know exactly what they're doing because it wouldn't take much to, to mess something up out there. And, and, and I can remember my dad was, he would haul pupwood. Okay. Uh, back when I was young, he'd haul pupwood and, and they'd go out there and manhandle it and get it on there and take it to the mill. Uh, of course, nowadays, pupwood prices are a little, little, yeah. little deflated there. Yeah. We're not happy with that. But, um, but I think it's interesting out there to go around and see where we're at now as, a, as an industry. It's unbelievable. Well, I got a little uh, first-hand demonstration there of, of the processing and uh, from uh, cutting down the timber to uh, processing it and categorizing it and then ultimately finishing it in the chipper and so forth. It's just unbelievable. And that equipment is so impressive. But even more impressive, the crowds here are huge. Well, I mean, yeah, it's unbelievable. You know, I was talking to Tedrick with the uh, uh, Forest Association over here just a few moments ago, and, and I guess the one thing about it is a, a wet and rainy day is going to keep some folks out, <laughs> but the forestry folks have nothing else to do. They can't get in the woods. It's muddy. We can't get our timber out. So uh, let's go out there and see what the, what the industry has to offer now. So, uh, as we said, you serve as the vice chair of the Senate Agriculture Committee. Of course, it's no secret agriculture is is a, a, a huge industry in our state, and uh, the forestry industry, the logging industry in particular, is also quite large, employs a lot of people, produces a lot of the state's GDP. I mean, it's just a critical aspect of our economy. Well, you know, I believe it's averaging about a $13 billion industry Gosh. in Mississippi. And about 4% of our workforce is employed out there. Uh, it, it, Three billion in in wages being paid out on average salary right now. I'll tell you, we're very fortunate in District 31. We've got um, Buer Lumber, 
which came in there and built a, a state-of-the-art mill. I mean, the truth be known, they sweep their own floors at night. I mean, it just <laughs> it, it just takes care of itself. Unbelievable. But then you turn around and you've got places like Trax Plus. Yeah. Uh, Chris Weems and his, his industry is built up to be an amazing industry across the state. They're doing a great job selling new and used uh, equipment out there. So uh, you know, I can't I can't sit out here and say that forestry's not been beneficial to our district. Yeah, and it has been. Yeah, so, so it, yeah, it is an incredible industry, and and so much of it is based right here in Mississippi as well, which is very important. Th- that's right, and and I, I think you're seeing a, a move, and 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 I'd, I'd have to get the data to tell you, but I've seen that there's some some data out there saying that the 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 western coast is selling off timber because of of the the fires and and yeah. the environmental dangers. And coming down here to the southeast and buying up, and if you look around, I, I feel like that's a that's a true statement out there. If you look around in Mississippi, you know we can grow anything. Yeah. We can grow pine trees, we can grow corn, uh, but we are seeing people invest back in this area to continue to invest in the timber industry. That is fantastic, and it, it's my understanding just from chatting with some of the folks around here today, there are plenty of jobs available too. They need workers. Right now, we have jobs. Uh, if, if you can't find a job, you're not looking at yeah. this point. And and I think that that's the biggest thing we've got to do. We got to get folks back to work. If we get folks back to work. Uh, we can see some of these prices maybe change a little bit. Uh, we can see some of the dismay- this demand come down maybe on some of the plywood and things of that nature. Um, so if you're looking for a job, whether it be in timber, whether it be in sales of equipment, or whether it be a mechanic, we- we've got something out there for you to do. And good paying jobs, too. I mean, oh, my goodness. The, dem- the market dynamics are at work, uh, shall we say, and the demand exceeds the supply, and that usually causes uh, wages just to increase, just to get people to, to, to come out and do these and fill these jobs, but it's uh, such a critical part. So, got to talk a little politics. What's uh, what's on your agenda with respect to the Agriculture Committee? Anything in particular that you're looking for, your members are looking for, the industry's looking for, that you need to address in the next session? Well, you know, overall, I'd like to say that, that I don't come in there with an agenda. <laughs> I just go in there to try to meet whatever needs are well, out sure. there. And, yeah. and I've been very fortunate to, to go around uh, in the last uh, two months or so and talking to partners in the industry. Uh, I was fortunate to be on a Monday with uh, uh, the congressman from uh, Pennsylvania was down at a round table and, hmm. and all of the industry partners went around telling where their concerns are and what we, sh- what we need to be doing to try to support them. Uh, you know, of course, ag, you know as well as I do that we've got a, a, a medical marijuana yeah. um, elephant in the room right now. Yep. Uh, I do. Good I way do, to put it. <laughs> <laughs> I do believe that we've got a lot of folks working on that with Senator Blackwell, and I trust his, yeah. his leadership in that. I do believe that we're also going to see a growing aspect. So, of course, ag is sitting out there trying to be sure that whatever we do uh, is beneficial to our farmers here in the state of Mississippi. Yeah. You know, like I said, we can grow whatever. Um, I know that's a high-tech industry, so it's not just going to be uh, uh, somebody going out there with yeah. 10 acres and growing something. So uh, we're always going to be vigilant to that. Uh, I think cattlemen, uh, you know, I'm a cattleman myself. I, I haven't heard very much going on. We were very fortunate last year with a liability bill that, that came through the House and Senate and uh, and assisted in making that a consistent yeah. threshold. Now, poultry right now, you're hearing some, some talk around the state with Sanderson selling. Um, unfortunately, we've seen poultry slip up a little bit, and it's always been our cheapest protein out there. We've got to continue to do what we can to, to support fo- poultry. Uh, 
my my grandfather and father and and whole family i grew up uh un unfortunately in the chicken house a lot of the days with bc rogers back then yeah. and of course it's sold and been been combined with with other agencies and other uh industries being like cooked foods yeah um so we've got to continue to look out for the best interest of our state there's one thing about it mississippi feeds the world we yeah. don't just feed uh, our local folks it's incredible and of course scott county uh being part of your senate district uh, lots of poultry there obviously that's right and uh if, if i'm not mistaken senator is that the number one agricultural industry as a category well, it's poultry in 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 Scott County it is, uh, but you always have Scott and uh, and it's either uh, Simpson or Covington that kind of okay. trade in and out on their numbers yeah. on who's the number one in the state right now. Yeah. Uh, but at one point, you know, you had Scott County and Morton and Forest. You you couldn't look up without seeing a a, a plan of some sort that was in the poultry industry there. Lots of employees, uh, and and I got to tell you, in the IT business, they were my customers. So they, you know, they were uh, they they drove the economy to a great extent That's uh, right. uh, uh, lots of folks benefited from that so uh, my understanding from my good friend representative Lee Yancey over there on the house side who's working with Senator Blackwell on the medical marijuana bill he he tells us that uh, they're fairly close to getting something done here what do you think what do you hear if anything that you share I don't hear much <laughs> good to you you know I, I, I trust that uh, as they continue to work on it that before the governor calls a special session that there will be some uh, we'll be fairly close and we won't have an extended special session uh, I don't think it's beneficial for the state of Mississippi or the taxpayers yeah. to sit over there for two or three weeks uh, twiddling our thumbs and spending their money so if we if we come in I hope the governors uh, and the lieutenant governor and speaker all come together and come to some uh, some type of close agreement and we can get that done and out of there pretty quick. It seems like that's uh, sort of imminent at this point, I, just from what I can tell. I, and I agree with the governor. Let's don't call a special session unless we know we got the votes counted and we can get something done. Otherwise, we're just spending our will on the taxpayer's dime. So appreciate your position on that as well. Senator, uh, pleasure having you on today. It's going to be a good show. So glad to be here, Gerard. You, you got it. We'll be right back here with Midday. Stay with us. The dust right off them tonight. Got a little dirt on my boots. Got a little dirt on my boots. Got a little dirt on my boots. COVID 19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide key technology solutions to power your business, like temperature kiosks, smart security systems, backfile scanning, managed IT services, digital lockers, and more. RJ Young will help you to ensure safety and productivity in the workplace. To learn more, visit rjyoung.com slash COVID. Morgenstown has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell him. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morgenstone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. 
Tired of being gone from home all week? If so, Union Corrugating has an immediate need for Class A CDL drivers in the Vicksburg area. Competitive pay, paid time off, 401k match, plus medical and dental benefits. Right, right now, now, there's, there's a $5,000 sign-on bonus to all Class A CDL drivers that join our team. Call 1-888-661-0577 or visit Indeed.com. Union Corrugating, a leading manufacturer of metal roofing, an equal opportunity employer. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. A year like no other deserves an event like no other. So that's why DNS Diamonds and Jewelry is offering storewide savings of 25 to 60% off during our 32nd anniversary event. Many items are reduced 50 to 60%, including stackable rings, pearl strands, and estate jewelry. Even engagement rings are reduced. A small deposit holds your selection for Christmas or take up to 12 months to pay interest free with approved credit. DNS Diamonds and Jewelry, 144 Market Street in Flowood, in front of JCPenney. Attention, if you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll, sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Since the end of July, eight pregnant women have passed away from COVID in Mississippi. None were fully vaccinated. Dr. Martin Tucker with UMMC said that the vaccine is strongly recommended for pregnant women, saying it's safe for both the mother and the baby. These vaccines do not pass to the baby. They are not live virus vaccines. Scientifically, the, the vaccination does not go to the baby. But having said that, there is evidence of antibodies to COVID, both in cord blood and in breast milk. Tucker said the vaccine has no impact on fertility in the future. And Secretary of State Michael Watson says the Supreme Court may have struck down the ballot initiative process, but there are still groups gathering signatures. The process itself is still in law. Now, granted, that last step of getting on the ballot once we count those signatures is what's broken. There are ongoing efforts in support of term limits, early voting, and the legalization of marijuana, among other things. I'm Andy Davis. Pine Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi, and I want to tell you about something new on the show. You know how much we love to grill and how much we love to talk about it. You're the exact same way, and so are our friends at Polk's Meat. So now, every Friday at 520, we'll have some fun with Food Fridays presented by Polk's Meat. We'll talk about our favorite way to grill their delicious Polk's Original, Polk's Cajun, and Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausages, as well as other barbecue favorites. It's Food Fridays at 520. No buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. 
Gardening is one of the most popular hobbies in America, with the average gardener spending five hours a week in the garden. In Mississippi, keeping a healthy, beautiful garden is practically an obsession. But if you have questions about gardening, there's no better person to answer them than the garden mama, Nellie Neal. So whether it's gardening basics or troubles for the more experienced gardeners out there, the garden mama has the answers for you. Saturday morning, starting at 8 on Super Talk Mississippi and Super Talk TV. You're listening to Middays with Gerard. Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. If you want to drive a big limousine, I'll buy the longest one you've ever seen. I'll buy you tall, tall trees and all the waters in the seas. I'm a fool, fool, fool for you. Welcome back, everyone. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. We are coming at you live from the Mississippi, excuse me, the Mid-South Forestry Equipment Show. Appreciate Senator Tyler McCong uh, joining us and uh, Rhino back in the studio. So we were having an interesting discussion in the first segment about uh, the climate change situation, which just seems to be embedded in all the policy making, uh, certainly at the federal level, and there just seems to be this this really obvious, almost intentional omission of any focus on alternative sources uh, that aren't so draconian in terms of what would be required in changing our lifestyle and just uprooting our way of life, such as nuclear power, but uh, something else that has uh, just occurred back on September the 6th, a little over a week ago, is the first carbon removal plant ever, the biggest actually, switches on uh, in Iceland, and you're going to see more and more of this occurring across the country uh, and across the world just the the application of this new technology to solve this problem that's human ingenuity one of the things I believe that stands in the way certainly from a government perspective and I think to a great extent from the perspective of the left and especially the woke left is that there's so much focus on the past the past in history has a place needs to be studied, needs to be understood, needs to be contextualized, but it doesn't need to drive everything about the future. Now here's a, a stark example. Dodger Stadium, a couple of days ago, September 15th, Dodger Stadium out there in Los Angeles, protesters <laughs> stormed the field, a few protesters, and uh, they are they were carrying signs with the names of Mexican American communities that were cleared to make way for the construction of this park in the 1950s. <laughs> A sign reading "Not Chavez Ravine," which is what the uh, the iconic Dodger Stadium is frequently referred to was also seen hanging from a stand. 
two of the three protesters, it was actually caught on video, they were tackled by security. Security was pretty good here. I was impressed with how quick they were able to commandeer the protesters. Uh, the Dodgers, by the way, went on to defeat the Arizona Diamondbacks 5-3. to But what's the purpose here? I mean, this is something that happened in the 50s. Should we, as, as a, uh, in, a, in the form of reparations, should we just tear the stadium down? Start issuing money, giving money out? I, I mean, I, I, you can't undo that stuff. And if there was something that was unfair or unlawful uh, with respect to overtaking those that land, those communities to create the stadium, well, that needs to be addressed. But, Josh, I, I can't help but look at the ten and a half million jobs available in this country and unbelievable amounts of opportunity, and I'm reminded that again here at this, at this uh, forestry equipment show when you, you just see the, the wide dispersion and wide range of opportunities. Uh, across the industry, shouldn't we focus on that? Well, I mean, what are the chances that those people that storm the field there with their protest are gainfully employed or fully employed when there's all kinds of opportunity for them? Shouldn't they focus on that? I, I just I don't get this obsession with the past in in that re respect from a certainly from an economic perspective, but yet these same people will. Will will clamor that uh, there's just no no opportunity and the deck is stacked and all that sort of stuff and then of course we heard yesterday the president uh, he he basically told us that that's the case we got to level the playing field what the heck does level the playing field mean from an economic perspective what does that mean well in their minds their approach to that is well we just got to take from those who have excelled and succeeded in society we got to take from them and we just got to write checks to those who haven't uh, punish those who have succeeded and reward those who haven't produced enormous benefit for society and when you look at this bill what really bothers me is this really isn't sort of a typical Keynesian spending Let's stimulate the economy by a bunch of government spending, which is the, the Keynesian economic philosophy. This is, this is just transfer. This is just transferism. We're not really producing any economic stimulus or value or growing opportunity or contributing to society by just saying, we're going to take it from this group and give it to this group so they don't have to pay for their own uh, child care. This just doesn't make any sense to me. Oh, and they don't have to pay for their community college. They don't have to. And we're going to give them money for having children. Uh, and we're going to expand uh, free health care in this country. And you just go down the list of the wide range of giveaways and, and government programs and entitlements. It's all transfer payments. That, I don't see how that's stimulative. Just don't understand how that contributes to the growth of the economy. And in fact, I submit that it's the capital that comes from the wealthiest in society who do park their money typically in private equity funds and, and uh, other investment instru instruments. That is the capital that is used to create 
new small businesses or expand existing businesses, create jobs and value. Well, it's just not that hard to figure out. It, there's also been some reports uh, just released, I think, a couple of days ago. You heard Stephen Moore uh, talk about it uh, on our air. Um, let's see if I can uh, find it. Yeah, here we go. So between 2016 and 2019, real median household income for Americans leapt by almost 10% to 69000 in 2020, just before uh, the pandemic uh, set in. But more importantly, stunning numbers, stunning progress, stunning achievements for minorities. That's all we hear about, of course, from, from the left is uh, it, it's all about oppression and suppression and leveling the playing field and et cetera. So blacks in this country, their real median income between 2016 and 2019 rose by uh, uh, about 10 percent, but the poverty rate was 21.8 percent amongst blacks in this country in 2016. That declined to the lowest rate ever, lowest level ever, 18.7 percent in 2019. Hispanics 19.4 in 16 declined to 15.7. Asians 9.9 declined to 7.1. And this was all under Trump's pro-growth low tax, low regulation policies. It ain't that hard to dead gum figure out. But the government, this government, they don't want the private sector playing a key role in reducing poverty and increasing employment, decreasing unemployment, making sure everybody is gainfully employed, contributing to society, earning for their family. They don't want that. No, they want to be the providers. They want the government dependency. They want to take from the most successful and just drop money out of helicopters and say, look, we did it. We reduced poverty. There's no nobility and just sending checks out and saying, yeah, we just borrowed money or we confiscated it from the most successful to uh, reduce poverty, to, to increase incomes from a certain segment for a certain segment of the of the population that's just crazy that that is not really not really progressing it's it's just unfortunately <laughs> just unfortunately conferring power to them oh I, I like these guys they send me checks Ben from Madison on the ceasefire tax line hey Ben happy to be listening to middays this Friday morning appreciate that Ben y'all keep up the solid work. Louie from the 662 says, Gerard, you're going to confuse the liberals with all these facts. You know, we're going to keep pounding that, Louie. I, I really, I just get put out with the duplicity and the unwillingness to tell the dang truth. And it's even more disturbing that so many in this country just accept that as absolute fact, hook, line, and sinker, and run with it and don't do any work to try to unravel all that information and get down to the dead gum facts. Markets work, folks. Government doesn't. We'll take a break right here. When we come back, we've got Tedrick Ratcliffe, Mississippi Forestry Association Executive Vice President, and Justin Webb, Equipment Vice President at B&G Equipment. Stay with us.
appreciate it. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, just south of Germantown High. Ready for fall? Callaway's has everything you need, from beautiful fall color plants, pumpkins, and wheat straw, to trees, shrubs, soils, and mulches. Callaway's has just received another huge shipment of ceramic pots, all sizes, all colors, all 40% off, no exclusions. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, and jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture and the largest selection in the South. We offer bulk soils for do-it-yourself projects. Callaway's offers landscaping. Our designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape. Visit Callaway's in Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is, Callaway's is, everything for home and garden. That's what Callaway's is. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. People are angry these days, but you don't have to be. Let's get 2021 started right, because somebody out there needs your help. At Gateway Rescue Mission, your donation can provide a meal. Your prayer can unlock the power of God to change a life. If we spend more time praying and less time fussing, we can help some people. Go to gatewaymission.org, make a donation, and help change your life today. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes. Get your purse, sweetie. This is the opening agri-market report. The opening of the New York Cotton Exchange, December cotton was down 32 to 92.19. March cotton was down 30 to 91.50. The opening of the Chicago Board of Trade, November soybeans were down 16 and a half. 12.79 and a half per bushel. January soybeans were down 16 cents to 12.88 and three quarters per bushel. December corn was down six and three quarters to 5.22 and three quarters per bushel. March corn was down five and three quarters to 5.31 per bushel. At the mercantile, December live cattle was down 60 to 127.97. February live cattle was down 65 to 132 even. November feeders down 62 to 156.67. January feeders down 40 to 157.70. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is down 137 points, 34,613. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk, Mississippi Agri News Network. We're the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation offices. Farm Bureau is a grassroots organization with county offices serving all 82 counties. From Adams to Yazoo and every county in between, we have local county boards affecting change all across Mississippi. And every Farm Bureau employee is working to improve the quality of life for everyone in the state. When Mississippi thrives, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. This isn't what gets a cotton grower up. What gets a cotton grower up isn't made of plastic-covered electronics. It's made of heart, determination, the calling that doesn't need a buzzer. Because you know early is the key to success. Stoneville Cotton knows, too. It gets out of the ground earlier and establishes a healthy stand quicker, so it's less vulnerable to weeds, weather, and insects. For a stronger finish, own the early with Stoneville Cotton. BASF. 
We create chemistry. Always read and follow label directions. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. You're listening to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. is a burning thing and it makes a fiery ring bound by wild desire thanks for joining us everyone you're listening to middays with gerard gibbert i'm on site at the mid-south forestry equipment show my good friend rhino back in the super talk studios on this friday y'all Joining us now, Tedrick Ratcliffe, Mississippi Forestry Association Executive Vice President, and Justin Webb, Equipment Vice President at B&G. All right, gentlemen, this is uh, quite the event. I really appreciate the, the tour and especially the live demonstration. I, I learned a lot and just fascinated uh, by this stuff, honestly. And, and from the looks of the attendance and the size of this event and the people here, this is a pretty big deal, and it's very important to the state of Mississippi. Absolutely, and uh, thanks for having us today. And, and Rhino, good good intro music there. We appreciate that uh, for a Friday. But absolutely, it's a big deal for our state. Uh, this this show takes a lot of effort, and our show manager who was on this morning, Dr. John Al, uh, starts a year in advance really planning this. And um, individuals like, like Justin have been out here all week really getting getting prepared for what hopefully will be about 6,000 people come through today and tomorrow. So we're really excited about this attendance. That's incredible. So, uh, Justin, your family's been in this business a long time. You were just telling us off air. Yes, sir. My uh, grandfather was one of the original board members for the Mid-South Show. Yeah. Uh, and I guess a couple of years ago, uh, I, I got on the board and so kind of following his footsteps yeah. and, and it's pretty important deal to, to our family and our company. Alright, so you have dealership locations uh, you shared earlier in Mississippi and Alabama. Where are they? Yes, sir. Our, our main office is in Philadelphia. Then we have an uh, office in Magnolia, Mississippi, Hattiesburg, Mississippi, Iuka, Mississippi, and uh, Moundville, Alabama. Yeah. Impressive equipment and what's really even more impressive is, is uh, how they just keep making it better. It's become a high-tech industry like everything is, but uh, I think, Tedrick, you mentioned you won't find a chainsaw around here even no, though we're cutting timber. That's right. We all got... <laughs> You know, to looking earlier in the week and, and couldn't find one. But you know, you know, as we're sitting here, John, we're watching some students go by, and yeah. you know, from a from a local high school class, and really excited to have them here because because of that technology, we think it's it's really important to show our young men and young women what those opportunities are and what the. Um, job opportunities look like to work in these machines and the technology that's inside and I mean Justin can tell you firsthand just how that's advanced and with joysticks and computer screens air ride technology uh, it's a very comfortable uh, atmosphere to work in. Look like the insides of an airplane. Oh, it's, they're nice. I mean. <laughs> uh, and just watching them what impressed me also is how fast they are moving that stuff around with precision uh, I mean, it's the, the, these are skilled people, uh, not only physically but mentally as well. As I was talking to the Senator uh, McCon about earlier, uh, it's a it's a blend of mental and physical skills to do this kind of work. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You, 
you can't just take anybody and put in a 300 $500,000 machine. <laughs> I mean, you need to know kind of what you're doing when you get out there in those machines. And uh, there's, there's some things going on in the state, you know, trying to get young people involved and showing them what these machines are. It's not like 30 or 40 years ago when there's no air conditioning. Yeah. You're out there yeah. running a chainsaw, pulling cables. Now you're sitting in an air-conditioned cab of a 300, $400 machine, and you're running a video game. Really, yeah. what you're doing. It's incredible. Uh, and you're making really good money doing it. Yeah. So uh, your firm represents the Tiger Cat uh, line. Is that correct? Yes, sir. We're the Tiger Cat dealer for Mississippi, most of Alabama, Tennessee, and then the boot of Louisiana. I got you. And then and we also re represent Morbart for the state of Mississippi. Okay. Morbart, the, the big red chippers yeah. that, that we had down there running. Yeah. Well, what's really cool is that uh, being an OIT guy, when we were sort of demonstrating stuff, you know, on screens, but here you're out uh, literally in the same environment that you would be in. I mean, it's, it, it emulates what you find on the job, doing the work. That's what's cool about this. Yes, yeah, so what's neat about that, Gerard, is this is kind of what makes this this equipment show unique and other equipment shows around the country. Uh, some of them are completely static, but here. Uh, loggers have an opportunity to come and see the machine uh, firsthand and see it also operate. So they have the uh, opportunity to see it in a real-world situation, see how it performs, uh, and have an opportunity to, to get in some cabs as well. And so there's, for a lot of people uh, in several states around here, this is the premier place for them to see what's new in terms of technology and how it works in the field under actual conditions. So, uh, Justin, I'm assuming you're you're actually getting contracts for sales here. Is that true or not? Are people saying, yes, yeah, sign me up, I want to buy one of these? Well, actually, everything that we have here <laughs> it's all is sold, already right? sold. So <laughs> I, I had to hold them off from delivering it to them to bring it up here. So, uh, But, yes, we get a lot of leads at the yeah. show. And, and guys that, for instance, the, the H250 processor we have down there running yeah. in the woods, uh, those are just now getting to Mississippi the last two or three years. Other parts of the southeast, they've been more common. But the guys that, that don't get to see those run in the logging job, they can come out here and see it run. I got you. Well, it's most impressive. We're glad to be here. We're, we're glad you're making us part of this fantastic event, and we are proud of the industry and its contributions to our state. Well, Gerard, thank you for having us today. We really appreciate what you guys do and being out here with us. Uh, thanks to you and Rhino for, for letting us be in for a few minutes. You got it. It's our pleasure. We'll take a break right here. Super Talk News, Fox News, Russell Bozeman, State Forester with the Mississippi Forestry Commission, joins us next. Your home for Ole Miss sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601-345-8090. I'm Chris Foster. The nation's top military officer says calls to his Chinese counterpart near the end of the Trump administration, called treasonous by some Republicans, were part of his job. Joint Chiefs of Staff General Mark Milley tells the Associated Press that his calls to China were routine and to ensure strategic stability. Amid reports, he made two calls to China's top general last October and in January to assure them that the U.S. was not going to suddenly go to war with or attack China. Fox's Jeff Manasso. Whether to recommend coronavirus booster shots is being discussed today by a panel of Food and Drug Administration advisors. We're committed to focusing on the science and we'll drive our decision making 
and will carefully consider those data in the context of the clear and obvious public health need to continue slowing the spread of COVID-19. Dr. Peter Marks is director of the FDA's Center for Biologics Evaluation and Research. America's listening to Fox News. No drip roofing and construction online at nodripms.com. Whatever Mother Nature dishes out, no drip roofing and construction can take care of it. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. Does your body hurt? Have you tried unsuccessful treatments for plantar fasciitis, tennis elbow, shoulder pain, or IT band? Innovative Health Clinic, formerly Acoustic Wave Treatment Center, offers an affordable non-surgical solution through acoustic wave therapy. The beneficial effects of acoustic wave therapy are often experienced after only one or two treatments. The therapy eliminates pain and restores mobility, improving your quality of life. Schedule your appointment at 601-944-5585 or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. Now taking same-day appointments. Catch Madison Central Jaguar football right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3 each Friday night during the season. Brought to you in part by Halsey Insurance, HalseyInsurance.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Our state has become a leader in the administration of the monoclonal antibody treatment, which has been shown to reduce the risk of hospitalization in COVID patients. State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs explains the effort to expand its availability. We have 48 centers of excellence, which means that their health systems or hospitals that are committed to monoclonal antibody treatment for the public and also for vaccinations and reaching uh, disparity populations. But in addition to that, we have 249 locations across the state of Mississippi where people can get access to monoclonal antibodies. Physicians could lose their license for spreading misinformation about the COVID vaccine under a policy recently adopted by the State Board of Medical Licensure. Dr. Ken Cleveland is the board director. No way, no how are we trying to stifle or suppress free speech of anyone. They'd have to receive a complaint about a physician before launching any investigation. I'm Kelly Bennett. Prevention providers such as insurance agents and doctors are necessary, but they're not free. Another is 811. By calling 811 before you dig, pull a stump, or erect a mailbox, you could be preventing a call to 911. This service is free, and free is a beautiful thing. Hello, I'm Sam Johnson from Mississippi 811. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries. I'm Mike McCormick, President of the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. It's harvest time for our farmers all across Mississippi, and that means you might come face-to-face with slow-moving equipment like tractors, combines, and cotton pickers on our rural roads and bridges. So for the safety of you and our farmers, please slow down, be patient, don't text and drive, and give our farmers the space they need. Just like you, Mississippi farmers want to do their job and return safely to their loved ones. Thank you from your friends at the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. Several community leaders on the coast are expressing their disappointment over the resignation of the CEO of Coastal Mississippi. Milton Segura announced his resignation from the Tourism Board after a four-hour executive session Thursday discussing his position. Gulf Coast Business Council President Ashley Edwards sees it as a huge loss, citing the fact that Segura sits on influential national boards with leaders from tourism agencies from around the globe. Hancock County Tourism Commissioner Mark Henderson also resigned after the meeting. 
rating effective immediately. A former Bolivar County bail bondsman has been sentenced to more than 10 years in federal prison for knowingly selling firearms to a convicted felon. 68-year-old Joe Crawford sold multiple semi-automatic rifles that included 20 and 30 round magazines, a bump stock, and several pistols. A search warrant was executed at his home where authorities found and examined 379 firearms. 50 were seized. I'm Kelly Bennett. This is Jake Mangum. Some call me the mayor. No player wins any game by themselves. It takes a team. So if you want excellent customer service and competitive insurance rates, you need to go with the home team. Mississippi Farm Bureau, just like I did. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. MTV is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. Take a trip back to the beginning with artifacts and interviews with four remaining MTV VJs. Enjoy memorabilia from Michael Jackson to Bon Jovi with historical moments in MTV programming along with interactives and more. To learn more about the MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV Exhibit, and other monthly programs and events, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. And now, and now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. That's what I like to listen to. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Middays with Gerard Rhino back in the studio on this. Friday, y'all. And we are coming at you live from the Mid-South Forestry Equipment Show. Joining us now, Russell Bozeman, State Forester, Mississippi Forestry Commission. Good morning, Russell. Thanks so much for joining us. Good morning. It's a pleasure to be here. We got a little rain falling uh, here, but it looks like it's going to be out of here pretty soon. This this place is pretty wet, but that, that might sort of delay things a little bit. But I got a feeling the show will go on. Yes, sir. I do <laughs> believe you're correct. <laughs> so uh, this thing's been going on, I believe, since 1984, it's my understanding. That is a long time. Is it, Do you know, has it always been here at this location? Uh, I'm actually not sure. Um, I know since I've been around and, and involved in the forest industry, it has been at this location. It's a fantastic location, it's very accessible. It's uh, always a well-attended show. Yeah, and a lot of great stuff to see. You know, I'm impressed not only with the the big heavy equipment out in the field that's used out in the field to perform these tasks, these functions, but there's a lot of aftermarket products uh, too that go along with this. So it's it's a it's a, a large economic ecosystem associated with this. It's very critical to the state of Mississippi. Exactly. It takes a lot to get our industry running, uh, keep it running. So you'll see everything from tires to oil to 
insurance. <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. Uh, so uh, tell us a little bit about uh, your organization, the Mississippi Forestry Commission, and uh, how you uh, work, I guess, to, to some extent. Do you regulate the industry? Is that part of your function or promote it? What do you do? No, sir, we're not regulatory. We're service-based. Okay. So we are a true service-based uh, agency. Um, so in 1926, the agency was created. There were two main problems at the time. One was wildfire. Okay. We were having millions of acres uh, back in the 20s, uh, millions of acres of trees uh, or lands being consumed by wildfire. And then um, the other part of that was reforestation. So we had gone through a very large economic growth period back then. The country needed wood, and these forests provided it. Yeah. Uh, However, at that time, we weren't uh, as educated as we are now, so there wasn't a lot of replanting yeah. that was taking place. They were used to it recurring naturally, um, but you know the the state saw a need to to help landowners get trees back on the ground and to protect wildfire. So that's what we do. Our first and foremost responsibility is when a wildfire breaks out, we respond to okay. it. And we have a lot of wildfire in the state. You know, we, we actually this past fiscal year had a little over 19,000 acres burned from wildfire in Mississippi. And so most of the timber that's harvested in the state it uh, is uh, exists on private lands. Is that is that correct? Yes, sir. We are a heavily privately owned forest okay. in Mississippi. I think somewhere to the tune of about 85, 90 percent wow. of our forest land is privately owned. Uh, it's 19.8 million acres, and uh, the majority of that is private ownership, wow. so, which is a, a good thing. Um, it. It really helps our industry, believe it or not, having a lot of private ownership out yeah. there uh, because of the way it affects our economy, in particular here in Mississippi. Okay. Uh, it's one of the largest industries in the state. Uh, so the private landowners that, that have this timber, would they consult with your organization as to when perhaps to harvest it, how to optimize those and maximize their their profits on that harvesting process? Do you guys work with them on that? Yes, sir. So as a service agency, we have a, a lot of programs that help landowners do a myriad of things to help their forest uh, grow and, and be productive. And it's not just the trees, you know. I mean, that's yeah. it's also where the wildlife yeah, live. And sure. so it's, you can have uh, a healthy productive forest that is also very healthy and productive for wildlife, for water quality, for air quality. So we have programs to help loan owners do prescribed fire, yeah. uh, which most of these forests in this state enjoy. Uh, we have programs to uh, help landowners spray non-native invasive species that are causing okay. them trouble, like kudzu or kogan grass. We have programs to help them get a management plan. And we recommend every landowner, timber landowner, have a forest management plan, sure. which is just a roadmap for the next 20 plus years on the activities that need to take place to help that landowner achieve their goals. So to those who may have the perception, misconception perhaps, that we're just cutting all these trees down and, and we're not replanting them and, and replenishing, uh, tell us about that and how you guys are involved in that. So as the state forest agency, we also keep track of the trees in the state. We do a statewide inventory, forest okay. inventory. We keep track of how much is coming off of our forest and how much is going back on. And right now, we measure something called a growth to drain ratio, uh, which is growth, how much is being planted, how much is growing on the landscape. Drain is how much is being removed to go turn, be turned into toilet paper or two yeah. by fours. Yeah. And right now, the growth to drain ratio averages in the state about four to one. We're growing four times wow. more trees than we're harvesting annually. That is awesome. In addition to that, 
since the 1960s, we actually have three million more acres of forest land in Mississippi than we did in the 1960s. So I know there's a narrative that, you know, the forests are going away. Well, that's not that case in Mississippi. That is, that is awesome. So the finished goods that, that are produced uh, from uh, these woods, from, from the timber, that stuff that's processed and, and shipped all over the country, the world, perhaps? World. Yeah. Yeah, we, we've got products uh, made right here in Mississippi that are shipped all over the world, and then we have raw materials that are also processed here in Mississippi. Wow. There are ports that load logs out of this state and ship them overseas. That's unbelievable. And so it's a, it is a net export, I would assume, product uh, for us. Yep. And, uh, and just talking to some of the folks, in particular Tedrick, uh, with the Forestry Association, lots of jobs available in this industry as well. It is. I think it accounts for around 70,000 jobs here in Mississippi alone. And they're all looking for more. I mean, across the spectrum of uh, uh, the ecosystem, they're all looking for more folks. And, it, and it's so interesting because you could be operating one of those sophisticated machines or you could be on the floor selling those sophisticated machines <laughs> as exactly. or some of the aftermarket products. So it's it, the jobs are plentiful and, and pretty much anything that that works within uh, a person's strengths is available in this industry. Absolutely. You be a lot of people are surprised especially when they come to the show like this how much technology is actually in the woods, it's you know. Unbelievable. Uh, from G, you know, uh, GPS, GIS systems, uh, there, there's as much technology in these machines they're using to cut down trees as you'll find in just about any other piece of equipment on the planet. It, it is incredible. Now, to what extent, uh, Russell, do you guys interact with similar organizations in the other states? Well, from my particular uh, agency, being a state agency. In yeah. fact, I was just at the National Association of State Foresters meeting. There's a southern group, which is the 13 southern states in the, the Virgin Islands, Puerto Rico territories um, that I'm a part of as well. So we we have the ability at a state agency level to communicate with forestry agencies all over the, the country. Yep. Uh, and then, of course, you know we are active um, with the state associations too, uh, MFA in particular. You mentioned Tedrick uh, Ratcliffe here a minute mm -hmm. ago, the Mississippi Loggers Association. You know all of these partners uh, that we want to make sure we service them as well to to help this industry continue to be a a uh, strong industry in the state. Mm -hmm. So uh, one of, uh, we'll have a question here from Amanda from Pike County. Wanted to know if there's a program to help a small landowner get rid of bamboo and then plant trees. <laughs> so uh, possibly. I, so I don't have it right now. Most of our non-native invasive species are uh, species that have been identified okay. through plant and health, you know, uh, services as as non-native invasive species. They're a threat to the state. I'm not sure if bamboo's on it. However, um, we do we do have programs to, to help landowners with that sort of thing. So I recommend for anybody listening, if you have a question, uh, you can go to our website and find your local area forester. So there's a drop-down box that says find your forester for us. Click on that, pick your county, and boom, the information's right there. And, you know, we can come out and look at people's property. I mean, we do that at no charge. Okay. You know, come out, take a look, see how the forest looks. And, and we don't just do it for large forests um, like the traditional 
traditional sense of, of forest in Mississippi, we have a very strong urban forestry program, which helps the communities and, and homeowners with yard and city type trees. Uh, so we can come take a look at those too. How does uh, how does the mix work with respect to, to planting of new trees, hardwoods to, to softwoods, pines, for example? How do you figure out how to do that? It all starts with the soil. Uh, we, you got to make sure you put the right tree on the right site. Um, so that's where we start, and then the rest of it is landowner objectives. Uh, okay. It's how they what they expect from their property. Gotcha. So, uh, of course, there's the question about why is lumber so high, and uh, but my understanding is that's not really occurring at the, at the level of the, the harvest and the shipment of that and the selling of that wood to the processors. You, it, it, lumber is back down uh, yeah. on, the, on the board. Yeah. And so uh, it's, uh, and, and they're two completely separate supply and demand models. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Russell, really appreciate you joining us today. Uh, we'll come back with more talk here on Middays after these messages. Stay with us. Yes, I'm leaving here a better man. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 90% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 87. Tonight, 50-50 shot of the wet stuff, mostly cloudy, low around 71. Your Saturday, a 90% chance of rain, high near 84. And for your Sunday, an 80% chance of showers, high near 83. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon. Hello, my name is John Merrill, the owner of Amada Senior Care. We're your local trust advisor for senior home care. We provide experienced caregivers for your loved ones so they can remain in their home. Just like you would care for your loved ones, our employees provide assistance with their personal care needs. As your trusted senior advisor, I can help your family navigate the long-term care insurance process. Just call me, John Merrill with Amada Senior Care, for your free in-home consultation, 601 601- 864-3752. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley Specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. You're looking for somebody to fix your roof, right? Watkins Construction and Roofing. I know by personal experience and customer feedback, they are number one. New roof, roof repair, metal roofing, skylights, roof windows. Our friends at Watkins Construction and Roofing will settle for nothing less than the most professional job in the industry. Again, it's that attention to detail that powers Watkins' continued growth. For a free estimate, call the Watkins team at 601-966-8233 or go to nomoreroofleak.com. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. 
Attention! If you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll, sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net. Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Let's do this. On Super Talk Mississippi. Let's go. Welcome to Earth, Earth Rock from the Sun. Smokies one hip at a time Like a broken field runner Slipping through the line He likes the way she looks So he calls a little wife Says don't wait up for me I'll be working late tonight Wife hangs up the phone Burst into tears Calls her sister up and cries Get over here Sister tells her boyfriend Be back in a while Boyfriend wants a beer The store is just a mile He leaves the motor running He'll only be a minute His car drives away With teenagers in it The driver tells his buddies Got one life to live They scream into the night Let's get it over with Cause and effect Chain of events All of the chaos Makes perfect sense When you're spinning round Things coming down To Earth, third rock from the sun. The kid comes a gas car, starts to swerve, heads for a semi truck, jumps the curb. Truck hits a big boy in the Shoney's parking lot and flies through the air, takes out the bank clock. Clock strikes a light pole, transformer sparks, lines go downtown, goes dark. Middays with Gerard, coming at you live from the Mid-South Forestry Equipment Show, guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music, of course. So, the uh, this budget bill is causing a little bit of a divide between the moderate and progressive Democrats up there on the hill. It's a little too much for the moderates and not enough for the progressives. But one of the things that has really evolved throughout this whole process is the ever-changing definition of infrastructure. So you guys all know the uh, congressman Jerry Nadler. Oh, Jerry. He... Uh, he now has an even newer and, shall we say, more stunning definition of infrastructure. Uh, Rhino, hopefully you got some sound there for us. I'm in yields uh, back. I recognize myself in opposition to the amendment. This amendment uh, strikes the entire immigration title and the important investments in our human infrastructure that it makes. Therefore, I urge opposition to the amendment. Yes, if, if the uh, chairman would 
uh, indulge me, I'd like to know if he just used the term human infrastructure to refer to the portion of the bill that Mr. Gomert seeks to strike with his amendment. I did. So illegal immigration is now human infrastructure. I, I don't know what to say. This is, uh, I think um, the people back home are going to be surprised to learn that illegal immigrants are. <laughs> you, you get it, folks? Now illegal immigrants are human infrastructure. Human infrastructure. That's where we are here with the Democrat Party in this country. Everything falls under this umbrella of infrastructure. Now, it's, it's illegal immigrants. By the way, so the point there, in case it, it, uh, it wasn't clear, is that the Democrats are trying to ram through amnesty in this $3.5 trillion budget bill. And they are working over the Senate parliamentarian to allow such a provision to be included in a budget bill. Normally, something that is non-budget related, if you will, such as amnesty for 11 million or however many it is, nobody really knows, illegals, that would have to be done with a Senate vote of 60 would have to be passed, would require 60 votes in the Senate. But they're working over the parliamentarian to get this thing passed on just a majority vote, and, and their approach is to ram it in this budget recon bill and try to fit it in the budget recon rules. And they're working over the parliamentarian. The goal, of course, is permanent power. If they were to confer citizenship to, to the illegals in this country, they, they're fairly confident they would retain power on a permanent basis. And that is the goal. But now that is considered infrastructure. And he's, he doesn't shy away from it, Nadler. He's a hack anyhow, but he, he doesn't back down. He acknowledges. He accepts it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That is human infrastructure. Now, Something that hasn't been discussed a lot is that there, there were amendments offered to that provision in case it makes it in there and the parliamentarian says, yeah, you can actually, you can actually make all these illegal citizens through this budget recon bill. Amendments offered to deny such citizenship to illegals that have been convicted of DUIs. So <laughs> they started out with just one, and they said, no, the Democrats said, no. So they, they modified that amendment to two, and then ten. And in all cases, they said, no, a person could change. So even if an illegal, an illegal immigrant has ten DUIs, the Democrats said, no. No, we, they still need to be granted citizenship. Why, after all, right? They didn't say this, but this is just me talking. Well, after all, that's a voter. <laughs> I don't care if they're, they're drunk behind the wheel and potentially killing people like American citizens. That doesn't matter. It's just unbelievable how loony this stuff has gone. 
Uh, now it's being described as human infrastructure. Illegals. Human infrastructure. I can't get that out of my head. It's just nuts. It's It was bad enough when um, free child care and free health care and free community college and child tax credits and, and uh, subsidized dependent care and uh, all of those entitlements, all of those expansion expanded welfare programs and and provisions that's considered infrastructure now <laughs> now making illegals american citizens that's now infrastructure that's just critical human infrastructure that's how crazy to the left this group has gotten uh, i and the the difficult thing about all this is that Republicans, those who would push back on this, are fairly powerless, unfortunately. Fairly powerless. And they just don't have the numbers. The hope is that there are Democrats in the House and in the Senate that will hold the line. Because this is, by far, this legislation, the most transformational ever in the history of this country this would dramatically exceed the lurch to the left that we saw with the famous Franklin Delano Roosevelt New Deal this is the New Deal times a gazillion honestly and this would expand government to a level that it has never been in our history and also, of course, increased taxes. And those who think, oh, only those dirty, greedy, selfish, rich people are going to bear the brunt of these tax increases simply do not understand and are not being honest about uh, how taxes uh, affect everyone. And in particular, when you drop that kind of money in the economy that they're talking about, uh, of course you're set for uh, large increase of inflation and everybody pays the price for that. They would change their tune if one of those drunk illegals killed one of their kids on the ceasefire text line from the 662. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with that. It's, you know, they're, they're sipping their their champagne and their expensive wine up there at the Met, right, with, with wearing dresses that say tax the rich. And they're just removed from these problems. So they don't have to worry about it. So something else, uh, Rhino, you may have seen this story, is that, uh, let's see if I can find it. Yeah, so evidently there are new FAA rules that have been promulgated that do not allow drones to fly in the area where the situation in Del Rio in particular at the border can be seen on video where there's 10,000 under this overpass at the border and there's drone footage of that. Now the FAA has issued temporary flight restrictions, they're called TFRs, that won't allow? What are they hiding? This is, this is just so corrupt. What in the hell are they hiding? They're hiding the truth. They don't want Americans to know. We'll step aside right here for a break. We'll be right back. We're at the Mid-South Forestry Equipment Show. Stay with us.
Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide key technology solutions to power your business, like temperature kiosks, smart security systems, backfile scanning, managed IT services, digital lockers, and more. RJ Young will help you to ensure safety and productivity in the workplace. To learn more, visit rjyoung.com slash COVID. The Waterford and Ridgeland understands that during this pandemic, choosing the right retirement community is more important than ever. Not only do our residents enjoy exceptional services, but also the peace of mind that comes from knowing their health and safety are our number one priority. With safety in mind, our families are able to engage with loved ones during this pandemic, not disconnect. The Waterford offers spacious studios, one and two bedroom apartments. Come see why more people are making the safe step to retirement living at the Waterford today. Call us at 601-856-6130. Morgan Stone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell him. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morgan Stone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. 144 Tactical Defense in Florence is your one-stop shop for AR-15s, parts, and accessories. They have a certified in-house Cerakote facility, and they offer a 100% lifetime warranty with on-site gunsmiths and master machinists ready to tackle any project you have. They're working day and night to keep up with the demand. Visit 144 Tactical and see the changes and get entered in a drawing for a free Guardian rifle of your choice. 144 Tactical Defense in Florence, where custom is our game. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. Need furniture or bedding now? The pandemic caused a big slowdown in production and shipping, so the wait can be longer than you'd like. Fortunately, Miss Deli's has preferred status with our vendors. So despite some delays, we actually have a lot in stock and ready to go. Check out what's available now at MissDellies.com. The selection is growing, so if you don't see what you want, check again. Then order online or come into one of our showrooms. That perfect piece may be in stock and ready to go at MissDellies. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Our state has become a leader in the administration of the monoclonal antibody treatment, which has been shown to reduce the risk of hospitalization in COVID patients. State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs explains the effort to expand its availability. We have 48 centers of excellence, which means that their health systems or hospitals that are committed to monoclonal antibody treatment for the public and also for vaccinations and reaching uh, disparity populations. But in addition to that, we have 249 locations across the state of Mississippi where people can get access to monoclonal antibodies. Physicians could lose their license for spreading misinformation about the COVID vaccine under a policy recently adopted by the State Board of Medical Licensure. Dr. Ken Cleveland is the board director. No way, no how are we trying to stifle or suppress free speech of anyone. They'd have to receive a complaint about a physician before launching any investigation. I'm Kelly Bennett. 
Trustmark is the bank that fits you to a T. You can bank right on your phone or tablet with the My Trustmark app. Our mortgage lenders will help you buy your dream two-story tutor. And Trustmark Tailored Wealth offers tried and true advice that makes transforming your future a piece of uh, toast. Nice. Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Pine Grove Behavioral Health understands that lasting recovery and healing begins at the roots of who we are. Transformation is deeply woven into the core of each individual through broad-reaching treatment options. As a result, we have gained a reputation as one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses, drawing an expertise and multiple whole-life treatment programs to effectively address the real complexities of life and addiction. Call 1-888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com for more information. One place, many solutions he doesn't accept the narrative he questions it we're just getting to the bottom of this gallo every single morning from six to nine super talk mississippi no other news team covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk Mississippi News. On air with reports every hour and breaking news as it happens. Your news all the time on air and online at supertalk.fm. With Gerard Gibbert. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. On Super Talk Mississippi. Let's go. with Gerard Gibbard coming at you live from the Mid-South Forestry Equipment Show. Rhino back in the studio. So, uh, Rhino, Louisville Public Schools is carrying out a busload of uh, school kids that just came through and uh, saw them carrying with them little bags full of goodies uh, having attended the show. And, you know, my hope is that uh, some of them uh, show an interest and gain an interest in uh, this sort of work. It's desperately needed. Uh, the jobs are plentiful and the pay is great. And again, there's a, just a large spectrum of opportunities from operating equipment to sales to management and, and everything in between. So it's a, a fantastic industry from which the state of Mississippi benefits. And we are blessed by the good Lord with a bounty of timber and Certainly when you drive up through this area, I always enjoy driving around our state and just marveling at uh, at the timber, the, the greenery. Uh, it especially hits you when you get outside of our state and travel further to the west where it's a little browner and more arid and a landscape that's absent green. And, after, and I like it uh, for a while, especially during the the wet winter months here but you get to a point where you say you know i miss that green i want to get back and see some green when you're when you're born and raised around all that it kind of gets in your blood but uh but nonetheless um it's just a big show lots of people coming in and out right from our vantage point here we're seeing it and uh you need to come on out uh mid south 
forestry equipment show. Lots of really cool stuff to see. We're just south of Starkville, Mississippi, off of uh, Highway 25. It's a really big deal. So, Chuck Schumer <laughs> talking about this illegal immigration situation. Chuck Schumer says, you know, it's not fentanyl coming across the border, which is killing Americans that we have to be concerned about. Not the drug trafficking, not these criminals that are, that are no doubt embedded in the crowds as they disperse into our country. No, it's fake vaccine cards coming from Mexico. Oh, this is such a huge... <laughs> Such a huge threat to our nation. He actually said that on the Senate floor. we got to do something about these fake vaccine cards. That's where their focus is. Hey, look. Look at the shiny object over here. Pay no attention to that drone footage, which reveals there's some 10,000 that are jumbled up there under an overpass. 208,000 came across the border in the month of August. We reported this on the show a couple of days ago. That, my friends, is the population roughly of the city limits of Birmingham, Alabama. That's what's happening every month, pouring in, and there's no talk about it. This is really something that could change this country forever and establish permanent Democrat control. But there's, and of course that's why the Democrats in charge are saying nothing about it. So think about the contrast from President Trump, who campaigned heavily on the notion of building a wall. It became a chant at his campaign rallies, and then started that process. And really the border, while that was occurring, and, and with the other uh, regulations and executive orders that that he had enacted it really kind of quelled the chaos at the border and as soon as Biden gets elected all hell breaks loose and now we've got thousands hundreds of thousands of soon to be millions pouring across and they are oblivious about it don't want to discuss it dismiss it as a non-problem and you get this rhetoric that you, you always know spells trouble, that rhetoric being, well, it's just not who we are. Well, what are we? We're just, a, we're just a nation that says, hey, come on in, everybody. Enjoy the benefits of uh, equivalent, if not greater than those of American citizens, taxpaying American citizens. How is that fair? What about leveling that playing field? And now we've got the president issuing these executive orders requiring employers with more than 100 employees to vaccinate or test all of their employees. But, of course, such orders do not apply to those crossing the border. They don't apply to non-workers that are on the sidelines raking in all this dough coming out of helicopters that working people are paying for. Doesn't apply to them. They don't work. Doesn't apply to Congress. Now, in fairness, the president has no authority over the legislative branch. But, you know, to, it just would have made a lot more sense from an optics perspective. Maybe he should have called up Speaker of the House Pelosi and Majority Leader Schumer and said, hey, look, we're thinking about 
issuing these executive orders that are going to apply to the executive branch in the private sector for the purpose of consistency and just to show that we're attempting to be fair and equitable and because Americans are always worried rightfully so about special privilege and benefit that members of Congress receive you guys need to do the same thing over there in the Congress and if you're not on board well we won't do it at the executive level it seems like he's probably got Pelosi and Schumer's phone numbers He's, he's happy to get Manchin and Cinema in his office and browbeat them to get on board with tax, ta, uh, excuse me, passing this $3.5 trillion budget bill, really $5 trillion. He's happy to do that. What about Colin Schumer and Pelosi? The, this is what just aggravates Americans, are these inconsistencies. You talk about inequity, in, inequity, inequity. What about that? So, yeah, he doesn't technically have such power. He really doesn't have it over the private sector, in my view. But he does it anyhow. What about equity? Well, that's just tyranny. You can't have equity when there's tyranny. I guess you could force, and what you end up forcing is equity, egalitarian misery. We're just all miserable, which is what they want us to be. There's no fun in liberal land. No fun. You can't have fun. You're trying to watch a Dodgers game, and people have to storm the dead gum outfield protesting the land on which the stadium sits. It was built in the 50s. Yeah, you can do that. We can't, can't allow you to have any fun. Where's the mandate for people getting government assistance? The ceasefire text line president-elect <laughs> sent that in. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. There are none. Only for employers, those dirty employers, you know, the job creators, wealth producers, value producers. we got to put our finger on them. We'll show them. We'll write some orders forcing them. Unbelievable. Can Texas not do something about the border since the Democrats won't do anything to help? Governor Abbott has been very vocal and outspoken about that. He says he's just going to take it upon his own accord. And I think they're working on something to try to finish the border wall and to get some control. But it, it takes a lot of money to do that. And Texans shouldn't have to pay for that. Shouldn't have to foot that bill. But it's a good question on the ceasefire text line. Larry and Jackson says, making the business owners the sheep herders, they have to be getting some form of payment. Yeah, it, it does make you wonder, does this administration, does this president just not like business? In particular, small business. And again, they're, they're running around, parading around, saying we're not going to raise taxes on anybody making less than 400 grand. Except when it comes to small businesses, they're going to dramatically reduce the pass-through exemption that was enacted, uh, deduction that was enacted under President Trump, which uh, enabled small businesses to prosper. No, they want to get it then. And then, of course, when you die and you've built a little nest egg, you've, you've been fortunate to live the American dream. But it, it wasn't without enormous sacrifice and effort, and more importantly, that you produced societal value people bought your stuff and you, uh, you you built a little nest egg and then when you die the government says hey we got to have 40 percent of your life's work 
That's fair? That's equitable? No. It's so they can write checks and drop money out of helicopters to those who are sitting home. That's just or illegals crossing the border. That's just a fact. I've been really happy with Sinema's perpetually extended middle finger at the regressives. I may vote for her if I'm still here in Arizona when her elex- election is up just out of spite. That's from Jason on the C Spire text line. I know Jason listens in to the show. Lives in Arizona, right, Jason? I think you've told us that before. Uh Talking about the green of Mississippi, Jason in Madison says, I I mentioned that earlier, I I miss it when I get away from it. The thing that amazes me is when you fly out of Jackson Airport, uh, all the the trees you see from the air, it's incredible. I agree. We'll be right back here on Middays. Tedrick Ratcliffe, Mississippi Forestry Association Executive Vice President, is going to join us. Stay with us. At Elias Ag Risk Management, our slogan is hope for the best, prepare for the worst. Whether it's using our bottom line ag app to create a personalized crop marketing plan, partnering with our agents to identify the right policy to minimize risk against the perils of high value production, or just having someone to talk to in a time of need, we're dedicated to coming alongside you to take emotion out of the equation and maximize your hard earned profits. Elias Ag Risk Management, hope for the best, prepare for the worst. If you work in the manufacturing world, Ace Bolt and Screw would like the opportunity to earn your business. Ace Bolt and Screw has been Mississippi family owned and operated for more than 50 years. They specialize in vendor managed inventory and they're ISO certified. Ace Bolt and Screw services and delivers fasteners for small, medium, and large scale industrial operations across the country. Visit acebolt.net to learn more or call 601 355 3448. Discover vendor managed inventory by Ace Bolt and Screw today. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. Despite higher prices, farm income is projected to drop $23 billion in 2022 because of a sharp decline forecast in federal government payments and higher input costs. That according to the Food and Agricultural Policy Research Institute at the University of Missouri. The Institute released its latest baseline Wednesday for the U.S. farm income and cost, projecting 2021 net farm income at $122 billion. The Institute's forecast for the 2021 is higher than the USDA's Economic Research Service. If numbers hold through the end of the year, net farm income for 2021 will be the highest level since 2013, driven by a sharp increase in sales for crops and livestock products that more than offsets higher production expenses 
expenses. In 2022, the Institute pegs its net farm income at $99.3 billion. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. Prevention providers such as insurance agents and doctors are necessary, but they're not free. Another is 811. By calling 811 before you dig, pull a stump, or erect a mailbox, you could be preventing a call to 911. This service is free, and free is a beautiful thing. Hello, I'm Sam Johnson from Mississippi 811. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries. Here's what a family home prepared for hurricane season looks like. There's an adequate supply of propane in the tank, and it's securely anchored to the ground. The propane cylinders are stored outdoors, not in enclosed spaces. On the fridge, there are instructions for turning off the gas and other utilities in case of severe weather. How does your family's home measure up? Always listen to your local authorities during severe weather. Propane. Clean American energy. Visit MSPropane.com to learn more. To good things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Are we going to do this? Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Keep rolling. 3, 2, 1. On Super Talk Mississippi. Stumble to the kitchen, pour myself a cup of ambition and yawn and stretch and try to come to life. Jump in the shower and the blood starts pumping. Out on the streets, the traffic starts jumping. And folks like me on the job from nine to five. We are back middays with Gerard Gibbert coming at you live from the Mid-South Forestry Equipment Show. My good friend Rhino holding down the fort back in the studio on this. Friday, y'all. And joining us now once again, Tedrick Ratcliffe, Mississippi Forestry Association, Executive Vice President. So, Tedrick, looks like it's a good day going great, here so far. Great day, great turnout. Uh, the weather's holding for us, and so, so far, not... Not a lot of drizzles, and so looking good. Yeah. Uh, I have uh, noticed some buses full of uh, students. Absolutely. Uh, local students, I guess, coming through. What what kind of, uh, you talk to them, what kind of reaction do they get? they got to be impressed, as I was when you go out there and see all that stuff. Absolutely. You know, as, as we talked about earlier, I think the technology is what's, what's most exciting. And, um, you know, that's our goal with that invitation is that some of the, young ladies and young men in the surrounding communities can come by and see firsthand what those opportunities look like um, even within their current programs at their Votex at the high school or whether it's uh, maybe something that they need to look into in the future so seem to be pretty excited I'm sure they don't hate a morning out of the classroom. No days. you know that's for sure so and I saw them all carrying uh, their goodie bags full of uh, all their little favors from stopping at the vendor booths and so Absolutely. forth. Maybe that's a lot of pencils and rulers. <laughs> Pencils and uh, all right, so share for the for the benefit of our audience. Uh, what what are kind of the the pay ranges uh, ranges of one who works at, at in various occupations in the industry? Absolutely. Well, you know, recently in the last twelve months, we've had several uh, manufacturers that have announced in our state that are being constructed right now, mm-hmm. and and so I I know. You know, through some of the governor's press releases and other things, that several of those manufacturers, that the average wage of those new facilities was in the the mid forty thousand dollar range, Gerard. And I think 
Uh, that's pretty consistent with some of our equipment operators and, and loggers that are here today from what I'm hearing in that, that mid-40s and 50s range for their starting employees. And um, I grew up in a rural place. We're in a rural state, and I think that's still a, a fantastic opportunity and a fantastic wage in, yeah. in a rural community where yeah. a young man or a young lady can, can make a fantastic living and still live in the community they grew up in. Yeah, and that's a great point because there's a lot of folks that aren't comfortable and really don't desire to, to move to the city for, uh, say, so-called office jobs and so forth and, and urban-type work, but they, they like it. They like the outdoors. They, they like living in the rural communities. They can do that and uh, still make a good living. Absolutely, and they, they have an opportunity to work at a different place every day. Um, they get to come home to their their home at night. It doesn't have them on the road. I, I know I have many friends um, that have chosen careers that have them traveling, and they love that lifestyle. And others say, you know, that's not really for me, and they want something yeah. where they can be at home with their family every evening. So um, certainly careers in the forest products industry can give people that opportunity. And so how many are employed in the industry in Mississippi? You, you know, in our state, it's it's just under 70,000 uh, work, every, get up every day and earn a living uh, in this industry. And You know, when you think about manufacturing jobs, that's almost 5% of all manufacturing jobs in the state of Mississippi. Uh, and so we're, we're really proud that we're making making that big of an impact on the economy. Uh, and so it's, it's neat to see uh, how these people can work all the way from putting trees in the ground, harvesting the trees, getting them to the mill, manufacturing, and then selling them. Uh, all right here within one industry. Yeah, and it, it's that's a good, a great point. It's a vertically integrated industry, but it's uh, also has quite a wide range of uh, it, within the ecosystem of, of businesses that serve the industry. Uh, you know, if, even if you look at who's exhibiting today, anything from the heavy equipment uh, dealers and manufacturers, all the way down to folks who sell insurance. Absolutely. You know, and that's a, that's a good point. And it, different people want to do different types of work. And some of those require different types of educational backgrounds. And not everybody has the desire for a four-year degree, Yeah. Um, maybe like you did. And so there's an opportunity for them to go to tech school, maybe something, a vocational school in high school. Uh, and so the, regardless of what a young man or young lady wants to do, um, there is an opportunity for them to uh, gain some additional skills. Uh, and Mississippi's a great place to do that and put those to work. And I, I got to believe that for those that are thinking more long-term career-minded, maybe they, they want to, to start in this industry and get some experience and build some skills, the sophisticated, high-tech nature of this equipment, they're getting some skills that are transferable. 100%. We think that these skills are transferable to a lot of other industries. And likewise, people who are in other industries can bring their skill sets to work in this space that's as well. That's a good point. Yeah. And, so, um, and that's certainly something that we're really interested in. You know, I mentioned the, the new facilities in the state. I mean, we think we think that's probably five to 750 new jobs in our space alone in the next 12 months. And so where do we find those people? Will they be new to this industry or will they come from somewhere else? And so um, the jury's still out on that and, and we'll we'll kind of figure that out as we go. But, you know, there's a lot of things, particularly in the truck driving space. I mean, I've heard you talk several times about a, yeah. a national shortage in that. And so that affects us as well, whether it's finished goods or logs to market. Yeah. So it's uh, it's just a great industry to, to get started or to make a career change. Lots of opportunity, good pay, and uh, a, a chance to stay in the rural areas if you want to be there. Tedrick, thanks for joining us Absolutely. again. Absolutely. Thank you again for having me. Uh, enjoyed having you and Rhino with us. Our pleasure. We'll be right back. we got news coming your way. And then Sid Salter will join us. Stay with us.
You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. News. I'm Lillian Wu. The U.S. is ready to roll out COVID vaccine booster shots once the FDA and CDC greenlight the plan. This, according to the Surgeon General a short while ago, the Pentagon says it's ready to deploy 100 National Guard troops if needed to protect the Capitol tomorrow when there's a planned rally supporting those who took part in the January 6th riot. Capitol Police would have to request the help. And at our southern border, a surge of migrants. Sources are telling us more than 10,500 migrants waiting underneath that international bridge here in Del Rio. These are mostly Haitian migrants. Wednesday morning, there were just over 4,000 people under that bridge. You fast forward to right now, almost 11,000. So we're talking nearly a tripling of the numbers in just just about 48 hours. Fox is Bill Milligan. America's listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. Does your body hurt? Have you tried unsuccessful treatments for plantar fasciitis, tennis elbow, shoulder pain, or IT band? Innovative Health Clinic, formerly Acoustic Wave Treatment Center, offers an affordable non-surgical solution through acoustic wave therapy. The beneficial effects of acoustic wave therapy are often experienced after only one or two treatments. The therapy eliminates pain and restores mobility, improving your quality of life. Schedule your appointment at 601-944-5585 or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. Now taking same-day appointments. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Supreme Court will review a Mississippi law that would ban abortions after 15 weeks in their upcoming session. The law never went into effect because lower courts ruled that it violates Roe v. Wade. Matt Steffi with the Mississippi College School of Law says the stakes are high for both sides. There is an expectation that this will be the most consequential abortion decision since 92, since uh, almost 30 years. Yep. Several law enforcement agencies, including the ATF, are investigating an incident where a cell tower in Jefferson Davis County was damaged by an explosive. According to multiple reports, 48-year-old Victor Snoxnader has been arrested and charged with felony malicious mischief. Currently, officials don't believe the incident is terrorism-related, but federal charges may be forthcoming. I'm Kelly Bennett. I'm Mike McCormick, president of the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. It's harvest time for our farmers all across Mississippi, and that means you might come face-to-face with slow-moving equipment like tractors, combines, and cotton pickers on our rural roads and bridges. So for the safety of you and our farmers, please slow down, be patient, don't text and drive, and give our farmers the space they need. Just like you, Mississippi farmers want to do their job and return safely to their loved ones. Thank you from your friends at the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money, but they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. 
Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. There's been a promising decline in COVID hospitalizations over the past couple of weeks, but there's still an extreme shortage of ICU beds. The state health department says the number of patients on ventilators exceeds a previous high at the beginning of this year. They continue to urge you to get vaccinated, wear a mask, and look into monoclonal antibody treatment if you do get COVID. It can help prevent serious illness and keep you out of the hospital. Dr. Steven Stonger with the Hattiesburg Clinic shared that the dramatic rise in cases in the Pine Belt has led to an increased number of severe infections, including what he describes as long COVID. I actually know a number of patients who are requiring oxygen, supplemental oxygen at home, and their infection was six weeks ago. Now, that is not the norm, but this virus can damage the lungs as well as other organs. For the latest Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. When you experience the Sanderson Farms Championship, it's not just a good time, it's a great way to give back. Proceeds from the championship are donated to Mississippi's only children's hospital to support the nearly 180,000 patient visits at Children's of Mississippi each year. Last year, over $1.4 million were raised to go toward the completion of a much-needed children's hospital expansion. So join us for the Sanderson Farms Championship, September 27th through October 3rd at the Country Club of Jackson. MTV is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. Take a trip back to the beginning with artifacts and interviews with four remaining MTV VJs. Enjoy memorabilia from Michael Jackson to Bon Jovi with historical moments in MTV programming along with interactives and more. To learn more about the MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV Exhibit, and other monthly programs and events, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. Hey, it's Richard. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Welcome to the show that challenges you to think deeply, to think deeply. and look beyond political posturing. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Middays with Gerard Gibbard coming at you live from the Mid-South Forestry Equipment Show. The sun is breaking out up here. Had a little sprinkle of rain move through, but we're doing we're doing fine. We got Rhino back in the studio keeping us straight and joining us now on the program, our good friend Sid Salter. He is a political analyst, of course, and the chief communication officer and director of the Office of Public Affairs at Mississippi State University just up the road. Sid, how are you today, sir? I'm well, Gerard. Uh, pleasure to be here. Today. Good to see you. So this is quite an event. I'm just so impressed. And this is one of those things as I've, I've been uh, sharing with uh, our other folks that have been on the air with us. You just don't know about it unless you go out in the woods and find out. But the people in this industry, it's a big deal, but it's a big deal with the state of Mississippi. Well, it certainly is. And when we talk about uh, research and we talk about uh, laboratory space, uh, 
this is an important part of our laboratory space out here. Uh, it's and it's pretty good size too. Uh, <laughs> the uh, the the thing that I think makes it important uh, for us as a university and for the taxpayers we serve is, you know, the top two cash crops in Mississippi are poultry and timber. Yeah. And so uh, keeping our uh, timber and forest products uh, industry, uh, you know, at a cutting edge uh, in competition with other states. And, of course, there's uh, for southern yellow pine that runs from the Carolinas back yeah. to Texas. And so we, we need to be competitive as a state. Uh, this laboratory space at the uh, John W. Starr Forest and, and this event where we uh, can bring people from the industry uh, everywhere from the people who haul the timber to the folks who uh, harvest it and then process it. Uh, it's good for Mississippi's economy, and we're just really pleased to be a part of it. It, it truly is. It's awesome. Uh, a question for you, Sid. How and to what extent is the university uh, integrated into this industry? How do you guys collaborate with the forestry industry in general? Well, you know, uh, I, I think the uh, majority of folks in the state are familiar with the College of Engineering or the uh, College of Arts and Sciences, uh, but we actually have a College of uh, Forest Resources okay. here at Mississippi State. So we're we're integrated into the the college level and then the various departments uh, under that. So we we try to uh, a produce uh, professional foresters who can uh, go into the industry and. Uh, help the companies that hire them be successful, but we also uh, are able to, uh, you know, go off in a lot of directions: the commercial direction, the uh, conservation direction, uh, other things that we can uh, can share. And so, uh, we're we're a destination university for those who want to get a degree in forestry. So that's that's the level that we're uh, into it. And as a land grant university. Uh, and again, uh, this this has a uh, uh, this has an application for uh, Mississippi's bedrock economy, the the top two cash crops, poultry and timber. So we serve both of them. We also serve beef, cattle, row crops, sure. cotton, soybeans, all those others. But uh, this is how a lot of people in Mississippi make their livings, and so. Uh, being able to help advance that economy in the state is is very important to us. And of course, like any uh, discipline, any subject matter, we keep learning more about it, and we we apply that knowledge to be more efficient uh, at it, to uh, to optimize the resources uh, used in in the production of whatever goods and services comes about of that. And in the case of timber, uh, it's important not only that we understand. The, the proper techniques of harvesting, but in reforestation and replenishing those critical resources, we can't do without them. It's essential to our life. Uh, absolutely right, and uh, that uh, that aspect of the study of forestry, uh, the ability to uh, sort of manage the crop, as it were. Uh, southern yellow pine can be harvested a lot more frequently uh, than can hardwood, and so. Uh, trying to uh, help our tree farmers establish balance, uh, 
set up staggered harvests so that there's a steady uh, flow of income into those operations uh, and then on the business side uh, you know helping them uh, stay abreast of changes in tax law and all sure. that so sure. uh, there's a lot for us to do uh, in forestry and uh, really proud of that part of the university. Yeah, and, and heard Dr. Keenum on the air with uh, with Paul this morning talking about that as well. And it's pretty clear he's he's uh, pretty proficient on the subject matter as he is on many as uh, as well. So it's uh, just impressive to have uh, the great university and industry working and government uh, working together. Uh, something that's so critical to our economy, but really to our world. Well, it certainly is, and, and we've seen, uh, as a result of supply chain interruptions, we've seen the uh, severe fluctuation in the price of timber uh, to the point of stopping construction uh, for a time, and so those prices are coming back down now, and uh, COVID seems to have reached into every <laughs> nook and cranny of our lives, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, forestry is one of them. So uh, those market influences and the uh, the supply chain right now for building supplies is very tenuous as it is in in other fields. Uh, I, I ran into a student the other day. He was talking about uh, buying a car he'd been saving for, and uh, he can't find a car to buy because there's none on the yeah. lot in the in the town uh, where he lives, and so. A lot of lot of unintended consequences, but uh, but we're getting there. The uh, Westberger and all of his uh, team uh, uh, in the uh, division of agriculture, forestry, and veterinary medicine, uh, Westberger in the College of Forest Research uh, Resources, all of these uh, individuals uh, are. Uh, get dirty down to earth uh, administrators and they're very comfortable coming out here into the field and the mud and uh, working with these uh, folks who earn their living in this industry and we, we're just excited about the future of it. That's, that's awesome to hear. It's, it's so important for those in the academic community I think to get out into society and into uh, out, out of that academic uh, in, encasement and uh, and participate and engage and and the private sector and and government as well they appreciate that as well I mean these guys are doing a lot of research uh, they're, they're first they're on the forefront of anything new that comes around and and so when they're uh, sort of commercializing that and transferring that knowledge we all benefit from that well we do and one of the advantages that Mississippi State has uh, Dr. Keenum started out as an extension uh, associate and then of course as he pursued his uh, PhD uh, began to climb that ladder but as as you well know he went on to Washington as uh, mm -hmm. chief staff for Senator Cochran and in that role he helped to write uh, a couple of uh, farm bills and okay. understanding the farm bill how that money is appropriated where it's appropriated and the various entities uh, where uh, there are resources that can be brought back to benefit Mississippians that was that was his background before going uh, back to academia and so I think we're a little ahead of the game uh, from uh, a lot of land grants in that we've had uh, our, our president uh, serve in that role and uh, have a mastery of the farm bill which is uh, like everything else government produces yeah. is uh, uh, overly voluminous <laughs> and hard to understand. <laughs> 
we got uh, just a couple minutes left. I want to ask you how, how the semester's going. You guys have been back in school now for about a month. Uh, it's going well. Uh, we, we have, uh, as much as possible with the Delta variant, we have returned to normal operations. We're keeping an eye on, uh, on the pandemic uh, numbers. Uh, and, of course, we, like uh, your alma mater and yeah. others, we're having a very robust debate about uh, vaccine uh, yeah. mandates and things of that nature and uh, a wide array of thought on that. But we're trying to monitor it. That's what we've done for the better part of two years now. We monitor the numbers uh, both on campus and in the surrounding community, and we try to make good decisions based on the information that we get from uh, federal and state uh, public health officials. The one thing that I think gets lost in the debate sometimes uh, is that, uh, and, and there's been some back and forth on this in the in the media, but uh, the suggestion is that uh, we could do some of these mandates if we wanted to. Uh, those claims are being made by somebody who hadn't read the Constitution Best. and who hadn't read, uh, you know, the Mississippi Code. Uh, so we are following the guidance as is constitutionally uh, and statutorily mandated. We're following the guidance of the uh, State College Board, and we're going to continue to do that. We're, we're talking with uh, federal officials. Obviously, the Biden action uh, yeah. is, is out there to be talked about. But when the Washington Post comes out and <laughs> says, uh, and they're not exactly the most conservative editorial board, when they come out and say, uh, maybe this is an overreach. Uh, I, th I think I think you're going to see the Supreme Court take some of that into account. Uh, appreciate you joining us, uh, Sid. It's always a pleasure, sir. Bulldogs looked pretty good last week on the road to Memphis this week. We'll good uh, luck. Uh, we'll learn a lot about us this weekend. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. We'll be right back here on midday. Stay with us. Here comes, here comes no drip roofing and construction. The name says it all. All types of roofing and construction. Your certified, certainteed shingle installer, family owned and operated for over 20 years here in the Metro. No drip roofing and construction. 601-371-1051. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events. But thanks to two men and a truck, Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need. A professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. This is Allison Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated, located in Gluckstadt, just south of Germantown High. Ready for fall? Calloway's has everything you need, from beautiful fall color plants, pumpkins, and wheat straw, to trees, shrubs, soils, and mulches. Calloway's has just received another huge shipment of ceramic pots, all sizes, all colors, all 40% off, no exclusions. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, and jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture and the largest selection in the South. We offer bulk soils for do-it-yourself projects. Callaway's offers landscaping. Our designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Visit Callaway's in Gluckstadt on Cowson Station Parkway south of Germantown High. Callaway's gives. Callaway's gives. Everything for home and garden. That's what Callaway's gives. 
Philium Corporation knows the technology is constantly evolving, especially in these challenging times. With so many people working at home, securing and guarding your company's data on-site or remotely is more critical than ever. As we all adapt to the new normal, Pillium continues to help you stay secure and current with IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems. Contact us at Pillium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. The hunt is over for all your deer camp setup needs at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in Bolton since 1871. Get your food plot set up with mixes from Pennington, J&J, and Wax Company, along with ryegrass from Nelson and Marshall. And don't forget the wheat for those doves, along with fertilizer, spreaders, and sprayers. Feeders by Boss Buck Gravity and Moultrie, filled with rice bran original, peanut butter, persimmon, along with corn, mineral salt, as well as that Buck Robber game attractant. Game cameras, hunting license, wasp and bug sprays, and much, much more. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your deer camp setup specialist. Downtown Bolton since 1871. Madison Cellars, proud to be a sponsor of SEC Sports. They're your headquarters for all your wines and spirits. From special party needs to picking up that favorite bottle of wine for dinner, it's all at Madison Cellars Premium Wine and Spirits. Highway 51 at Madison Station Shopping Center. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. What? On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. I am on location at the Mid-South Forestry Equipment Show. Rhino back in the studio on this. Friday, y'all. And joining us now, Senator Bart Williams. He represents District 15. That includes Choctaw, Montgomery, Octibaha, and Webster Counties. He's the vice chair of the Senate Technology Committee. Thanks so much for joining us today, Senator. Thank you. It's an honor to be here. First time on the program or on Super Talk, right? It is. Yes, sir. My first time. Well, we've got to do that more. We appreciate you joining us today. Of course, you're right in your district here, aren't you? Right in the heart of it. That is awesome. Bulldog country. (laughs) So how, how long have you been serving in the Senate? Tell us about how you came in the Senate. 11 months. I was sworn in last October, so we're coming up on a year of it. Last year, Senator Jackson, who was the senator uh, last 17 years in District 15, retired okay. because of health reasons. And it just seemed like uh, an opportunity, something I'd had a little of a niche for. Yeah. And we threw our name in the hat before we thought too much. And yeah. um, good Lord saw fit to uh, give us a victory. We had a very good race, very good candidates. And um, yeah, uh, we ended up victorious. Well, uh, congratulations Thank on you. that. And uh, glad to have you in the Mississippi State Senate. So you serve as the vice chair of the Senate Technology Committee. Uh, you have some related background in that, do you not? Yes, sir. I own a company here in Starville Security Solutions. Been around for almost 30 years. And uh, before prior to that, I was an engineer. So 
I'm that guy. Okay. I'm a numbers guy. I'm a te- technical nerd. So so the lieutenant governor saw fit to put me there as vice chair. And, and with some of the things I've dealt with, I think it was probably inappropriate. Yeah. yeah. What uh, what are some of the things you guys are, are hashing out or getting ready to, to certainly discuss, debate, perhaps some legislation that you're you're thinking about or your or your members are coming up in this session? Well, from a technology side, uh, the, the chairman's uh, Scott Delano from the yeah. Coast. He's no, a very Scott, good guy. Yeah. He's got the NG911 bill, something that was talked about last year, uh, Next Generation 911. Our yeah. call center is just about upgrading them and, and providing an incentivization uh, to the counties to great, upgrade those throughout the state we have a lot that aren't upgraded short story if we can get to that point it allows us to utilize technology a lot better through the, the phones sure than we could in years past and it'll save lives i mean at the end of the day it's, it will let our responders get to places quicker to people in need and i hope we can have some success with that next year yeah. a lot of moving pieces but hopefully we'll have some success with it yeah so that's awesome so we were just we've been talking today all day about the, the amount to which uh, technology is intertwined and integrated into all this sophisticated equipment yes. and this forestry industry is just incredible. It, it is tremendous nowadays. You know, one of the things that's happening throughout the state is the broadband expansion that we've got going on. A lot of players are making that happen. And I think it's just good for our citizenry all the way around because, like you say, everything we do nowadays has technology built yeah. into it. If you go look at these machines, you know, they're using GPS trackers to be more efficient. Your agricultural stuff is just it's part of how we do business now. It's unbelievable. And so what we all know uh, is that the key to growing our economy and, uh, honestly, to producing wealth and, and by that I mean increasing wages yes. and, uh, and take-home pay, et cetera, is productivity. And the way we drive productivity is by leveraging some of these tools, even in the logging industry, how much more productive they are, how much more output per person can be achieved when you apply all this technology. You've seen it in your industry as well. Absolutely. It's an ever-changing creature. And in, in, in forestry, you know, uh, I have an affinity to it. I'm a small landowner, so I've had some land and opportunities to work with foresters through the years, registered foresters to, to loggers to everybody. You know, that's a, a, a space that prices have done anything but go up. They've yeah. gone down, so some yeah. people have had to be more creative, yeah. learn to be more productive, learn to be, learn to be more efficient to make a living doing it. So yeah. the challenges have been tremendous, and I think this industry as a whole has, has done great. Yeah, that's awesome. So this is a pretty good, uh, speaking of economics, this is a pretty good economic little boost for this area, this community, is it not? Absolutely. Absolutely. You, you mean the show? Or yeah, I'm talking industry. about the show, yeah. Yes, the show is. It's, it's my first time to come out here and spend a little time out here. I knew it was going on, but I'm, I'm just glad to have been able to come out today and take a look at, at the diversity of the things that are offered in, in the forestry industry. And, and I've got a lot of personal friends that make their living in the forestry industry. It's incredible. I, I'm just so impressed with uh, the continuous stream of folks uh, coming in. And uh, this is just such an am- amazing exposition. And I've been, I was in the technology business for 35 years. Yes, I've sir. been to countless uh, technology trade shows from from Network World in Vegas, where there's 150,000 people, and you know it ex- it's expand it, it extends across what seems like miles. <laughs> but been there, uh, yeah. So you're you're familiar with that sort of stuff. But this is just something that's unique in that, whereas that is held inside and everybody tries to outdo themselves with with all these incredible exhibits. What's cool about this is this is actually showcasing all this equipment in its native environment. That's what I like. You walk amongst the, the woods, the trees, the forest, and you come upon all this equipment and you see all the ancillary products associated with that. It's just an incredible ecosystem, but out here in the actual environment itself. Well, uh, making a router work can be done indoors. Exactly. No offense to the technology <laughs> no, I industry, understand. But, but 
seeing the beast work in its own environment, its native environment. If I, and if I read something right, this is the largest show in the nation that has a hand, uh, the, the application actually being done, like you said, in the native environment. And that's pretty amazing. I think. Never seen anything like it. Yeah. And, uh, and, the, and the people are friendly and they're passionate about what they do and, and they, they, they have an appetite for producing excellence yes. and in the doing so they're helping all of us which is so cool about and that. They take a lot of pride in their work, their work ethic, the people I've dealt with. When they come in and they harvest they're going to take care of your land. You know, um, it, It's just this industry, a lot of people make it a, a bad perception in that people in this industry are smart as intelligent in no any question. industry I put them up to it and like you say just being productive and efficient just to survive the last decade in this industry requires an amazing skill set in my opinion. It is unbelievable. So uh, happened to uh, see the lieutenant governor yesterday. Uh, I, I'm proud to be serving on the Massachusetts County Business League Foundation board this this year and the uh, last couple of years and he yes, came sir. and did a little presentation about accomplishments in 21 and plans for 22. What do you see on the horizon? Well one of the things he's going around talking to cities and municipalities and counties about is we've got this rescue money coming Yeah. and the, the state's got 1.9 billion dollars I think that's coming and trying to give the counties a path to uh, have a grant. If they've got you know a need that qualifies under the rescue, if they'll go ahead and do the engineering, get us the information on it, uh, the, the legislature, we hope we can match that. If yeah. they've got 100000 maybe we can match them with 100000 if they've got a good project. I think that's tremendous. Another thing Lieutenant Governor's got is the MFLEX. That's an economic development package that really simplifies the ability for companies to take a look at Mississippi and what are going to be the economic benefits for us to come. Uh, yeah. Just a few minutes of time, a little information, you can plug in and get that and kind of turn that information down to a small step, which I think is critical. You know, yeah. economic development's at the forefront for everyone. The more we can simplify that equation, the hopefully more attractive we'll be. Yeah, he, and he, in fact, talked about, he highlighted the Inflex program yesterday because, as you know, uh, a, a great deal of that design was performed by the economic developers yes. in our state. They had a great deal of uh, input into that process, and he talked about The links about up that. here in Columbus was an instrumental part Big in time. construct that. A lot of people helped, helped yeah. be part of that. And, and so uh, it just seems like Mississippi is in good position and is primed to really uh, grow the economy and, and attract uh, businesses into our state or perhaps uh, setting up shop or expanding into the state. Uh, this is a pretty easy place to do business uh, relative to the other states. Absolutely it is. I think I agree with every point you just made. I think we've, we've got the catalyst in place and so as long as we don't trip over ourselves, <laughs> yeah. which has happened in the past. I don't yep. think we will. Yeah, We've got the challenges to, to set that, and we will be appealing to people. Well, I hope so, and I think it's just a matter of getting out there and telling the story. We have a good That's story it. to tell. I, I think sometimes we well, we take it for granted, maybe don't promote it and sell it as, as much as we, we should, uh, honestly. The, the one thing about Mississippi, you know, I'm a native Tennessean. I came down here, um, had to go to the right university, got my degree. <laughs> uh, my dad's from Mississippi. Is, but, you know, they talk about Mississippi being... 40th, 45th, 48th, yeah. and things. There's one thing we're number one in that we should be proud of, and we got to tell, and that's generosity. No question. Our people, and the heart and soul of our people, is second to none. As people um, move here, we've got people coming from different states. They're not happy in areas, urban areas are coming here, and they said, you know, we were reluctant because of what we heard, and none of that's true. Talking yeah. about the negative connotations. We've got great people with great hearts and great work ethic. So no you're right. Telling that story is the challenge we have as Mississippians. In the new role I'm taking on the last year, you know, I'm look at myself as an ambassador for the state. Sure. We've gone and seen parks that we haven't before. We've gone and done the touristy things, the museums. We've got tremendous resources all across. Forestry, obviously, one of them. Agriculture, the tourism industry that we've got. 
we are a great destination, and we do have to do a better job of telling this story. No question, and, and we have a diverse culture, we have a diverse economy, and those should be promoted as key, unique assets of our state. Again, it's just a matter of telling that story. Starkville is a great example of that the diversity we are all we offer here because of the university. We've got people from all across the planet. We all coexist. We get along. We sure. have different views. We look at things differently. But at the end of the day, we're human beings. We have a common thread there, and I think we put that first. Yeah. And that's something that. You know, communication across some lines is, is more difficult than it was in the past, and yeah. I think we need to be conscious and deliberate in trying to do a better job at that, because at the end of the day, we may or may not agree ideologically on things. That's okay. Yeah. That's, that's America. I mean, sure. that's what we are, but we should be able to know that we're humans first and have that common respect. Well, that's great. That's a great thought and a great way to put that. I, I appreciate that. So one of the things that we're talking about a lot on the yeah. show that we're concerned about, we got just a half a minute or so left, is what the Biden administration is up there doing. My, and before you go, my biggest concern is that there's such overreach that it diminishes the government at the local level. I just want to leave that thought with you, and even at the state level. So I agree. I appreciate you joining us today. Senator Bart Williams has been our guest. We'll be right back with more talk. And we got David Livingston coming up from the Loggers Association and Scott Swanson from Stribbling Equipment. Stay with us. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 90% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 87. Tonight, 50-50 shot of the wet stuff, mostly cloudy, low around 71. Your Saturday, a 90% chance of rain, high near 84. And for your Sunday, an 80% chance of showers, high near 83. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. A year like no other deserves an event like no other. So that's why DNS Diamonds and Jewelry is offering storewide savings of 25 to 60% off during our 32nd anniversary event. Many items are reduced 50 to 60%, including stackable rings, pearl strands, and estate jewelry. Even engagement rings are reduced. A small deposit holds your selection for Christmas or take up to 12 months to pay interest free with approved credit. DNS Diamonds and Jewelry, 144 Market Street in Flowood, in front of JCPenney. Ever feel like making an appointment with your doctor takes a lot of time, only to feel rushed through the actual appointment? Avoid the hassle at Capital Ortho, where our board-certified, fellowship-trained orthopedic surgeons are waiting to treat you immediately with one-on-one -on -one professional and personal patient care. Both you and your time matter to the staff at Capital Ortho. To schedule your same-day appointment, call 601-987-8200 or visit CapitalOrtho.com. Employers, are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard to find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. 
Gulf Seafood Outlet. Five-pound large Gulf Shrimp Special, $29.95. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Seeing is believing with up to 14 types of saltwater fillets. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive, 601-790-9407. The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. Trust Care. Feel better, faster. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Supreme Court will review a Mississippi law that would ban abortions after 15 weeks in their upcoming session. The law never went into effect because lower courts ruled that it violates Roe v. Wade. Matt Steffi with the Mississippi College School of Law says the stakes are high for both sides. There is an expectation that this will be the most consequential abortion decision since 92, since uh, almost 30 years. Yep. Several law enforcement agencies, including the ATF, are investigating an incident where a cell tower in Jefferson Davis County was damaged by an explosive. According to multiple reports, 48-year-old Victor Snoxnader has been arrested and charged with felony malicious mischief. Currently, officials don't believe the incident is terrorism-related, but federal charges may be forthcoming. I'm Kelly Bent. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi, and I want to tell you about something new on the show. You know how much we love to grill and how much we love to talk about it. You're the exact same way, and so are our friends at Polk's Meat. So now, every Friday at 520, we'll have some fun with Food Fridays presented by Polk's Meat. We'll talk about our favorite way to grill their delicious Polk's Original, Polk's Cajun, and Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausages, as well as other barbecue favorites. It's Food Fridays at 520. No buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. Hey there, it's Jake Mangum. I love baseball, Mississippi, and Farm Bureau insurance. Throughout my college career, both Mississippi and Farm Bureau supported me immensely. It's no surprise to me that Farm Bureau continues to serve the Mississippi area with the same love they both showed me throughout college. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Who doesn't love a good laugh and free car advice? Well, it depends on the advice. Tune into Under the Hood and you can have both. I'm Russ, along with Shannon and Chris, your hosts for two of the best hours you'll spend this week. We've been the Motor Medics since 1990, and we'll tackle any question you can throw at us. You don't have to be a car person to love Under the Hood. We've got something for everyone right here every week. Under the Hood, Saturdays from 3 to 5 p.m., right here on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. Get a Doric fan. It's time for Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. I got rice cooking in the microwave. Got a three-day beard I don't plan to shave. And it's a goofy thing, but I just gotta say, hey, I'm a doing all right. Yeah, I think I'll make me some homemade soup. Feeling pretty good, and that's the truth. Welcome back, everyone. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Coming at you live from the Mid-South Forestry Equipment Show. Rhino back in the studio holding down the fort. Rhino, I think next year for the Palmer Home event, uh, that a three-day beard, we need to change that to a one-year beard for you before we <laughs> play that song. 
<laughs> that is awesome. This has been uh, a lot of fun, honestly. It, uh, seeing all the toys and all the people and just seeing capitalism and commerce uh, sprawled out on uh, this beautiful plot of land up here, right in the heart of uh, Mississippi. We are indeed uh, blessed for sure. I will tell you this also, Rhino, I haven't seen, I don't think I've seen any masks on folks outside. Because uh, we are outside. Nothing is indoors. And as we have uh, come to understand from the science, it's pretty hard to transmit this COVID thing when you're outside. So masks, eh, kind of a waste. And there's some, <laughs> certainly there's still some uh, degree of, uh, of uh, debate on the effectiveness, even inside. But what a dividing issue that and uh, vaccines have unfortunately become in this country. And there are people that take very, very strong stands on both sides of these arguments. And one thing we're seeing more of are these so-called mama bears show up at these school board meetings saying, take them dang masks off our kids. And there's reports that reveal that in schools where there there are no mask mandates for students, school children, versus those where there are because of the small probability of a child even contracting the disease, that there are really uh, immaterial differences uh, between those that are masked and those that aren't. But this has become such a cudgel, such a controversial, such a spark plug type issue. And you hate to see it in this country because we got so many other things we should be focused on. Uh, but no, it's vaccines, it's masks, and it is taxes. God, I got to raise them taxes. I had thought that the recall election that went in the favor of Governor Gavin Newsom, he keeps his seat in uh, California that uh, this would be kind of a harbinger a little bit of what we could expect in the midterms but more importantly my concern was that in, that this would embolden Democrats and so they're clear clearly they're sharpening up their attacks on Republicans there is one funny and thing about that recall though because when the numbers weren't looking good for Newsom they didn't have a whole lot to say about it but as soon as the polls started to turn around all of a sudden, the California recall became the litmus test for national politics and how the country exactly. is leaning. Exactly right. Totally right. And whereas before, Newsom was, uh, I think we played some sound before, Rhino, where he was just kind of in his office and he was using profanity and he was somewhat defiant and indignant and incensed that there the thought of recalling him would even be a thing and uh, started to brag about his accomplishments but in in just such an arrogant way and all of a sudden now you know he's just he's humble he's grateful he's resolved he's just changed his tune because he's no longer a candidate and he's he's not barking at people at all he's just so humble what a no bunch of nonsense that is but the um there was sort of a sigh of relief i think from democrats and and the governor and uh within the state of california 
And of course now they're totally focused on chastising and attacking Republicans and Trumps and and Trump and Trumpism. And uh, of course the GOP is making the case, which they should, that that Democrats have gone uh, full socialism and this problem at the border is uh, still out of control, that the images that we cannot erase out of our memories from Afghanistan will live on and and so th this is uh, going to be a very interesting cycle at a minimum this 2022 cycle I still feel pretty good about Republicans overtaking the house they don't have to win but five seats to do that seems like they should be able to do that and you gotta believe that probably what is more foretelling are the poll numbers of the president, which are absolutely plummeting. Of course, Democrats are dismissing those poll numbers, and you know it's it's always amazing to me when polls come out in favor of whomever, uh, whatever uh, body or organization or person is trying to make a point using poll numbers. The polls are absolutely dead-on accurate, but when they don't go in their favor, oh, you can't pay any attention to those polls. So it's another situation where we've got this incredible amount of inconsistency. Uh, and, of course, who could forget the, uh, the chance at all the football games across this country that uh, has gotten a lot of traction over the last couple of weeks. Uh, F, you can fill in the blanks, Biden. Uh, and you wonder if that is going to continue and it's kind of interesting to see that folks on college campuses are uh, I guess kind of going in that direction you really wouldn't expect that the other thing that's coming up is there are several senators that are exiting the Senate uh, ahead of the 2020 midterms some are talking about it even though they have already announced that they're retiring, they're, uh, some of them are saying they may exit before. And then others that have been there for a while, uh, John Toon is an example. He's the number two Senate Republican. He has not yet announced whether or not he will seek office for six more years. Chuck Grassley from Iowa, Rhino corrected me on that. I, I said Idaho, uh, mistake on that, but he's from Iowa. His counterpart is Joni Ernst, the other senator. He's the longest-serving Senate Republican. He says Iowa voters are increasingly urging him to run again. He's been there 40 years. 40 years. Patrick Leahy of Vermont. He has been there 46 years. He's actually third in line in a presidential succession. Patrick Leahy. He says, I'll make a decision soon after I go snowshoeing and cross-country skiing. Uh, GOP Senator Ron Johnson, he faces a really tough path to re-election. He's been a very effective senator, by the way. He says he's still deciding whether or not he'll seek a third term. That's on the back burner for him. GOP Senator Lisa Murkowski, she, of course, was a target of President Donald Trump. She hasn't explicitly expressed her her, uh, her commitment to running or not. 
We'll see how that goes. It wouldn't bother me if she stepped down. My fear is that we're not going to get anything any better, honestly, uh, in that state. So lots of uh, interesting uh, scenarios and matchups coming up, and it's hard to believe we're, what, a year and a month away from that, month and a half or so, where we're going to go to the polls and do it all again. By the way, Chuck Grassley, Senator Grassley, who still seems to be fairly spry and fairly cognitive, He's 88 years old. Compare him to the president, Joe Biden, who's 10 years younger. I would argue that that, that uh, Grassley is, I, I think, in a lot better shape mentally and physically. It drives me crazy every time I see the president walking with those steps uh, so gingerly one in front of another at about three inches at a time with his back hunched over and and just talks in such a soft, almost uh, inaudible tone. It's just not. It's just not good. It's not a, not appropriate, uh, in my view. So, Jason texts in says, "I wear, I make my son wear a good mask in school. Good in all caps. Fully support that. We lost three te teachers in our district before masks last year. Nobody should wear them outside. There are degrees to effectiveness based on type of mask and compliance." Anyone who bluntly says they don't work or they do work shouldn't be talking about it. I, I hear you, Jason. I, I just wonder about whether or not it makes sense in a school environment, honestly. And I particularly, in particular, call attention to the absurdity of what we're seeing uh, in some of these college environments that we talked about yesterday, I believe. Connecticut College with a hundred percent vaccination has got extremely strict. What is it, Rhino? Yellow alert level two on the <laughs> campus. <laughs> and uh, Harvard, you know, and uh, what what was the little uh, uh, the the little slogan they have about when you're drinking, pull your mask down, and then drink something, put your mask back up. All that kind of stuff just gets off the chart. I respect your opinion and your position there, Jason. That's a little different situation. We'll take a break right here. When we come back, we've got David Livingston, Executive Director of the Mississippi Loggers Association, Scott Swanson, President of Stribling Equipment and Empire Truck. Stay with us. five easy reasons to leave it up to us at AgUp and the more powerful John Deere 5E Series tractor. It's more comfortable and more affordable with 0% financing for 72 months. Plus more coverage with our 10-year 1,000-hour warranty. Add in more attachments and you'll be set to tackle those heavier-duty chores. Leave it up to us or visit any of our 16 locations or agup.com for more information. Offer ends 93021. Some exclusions apply. See dealer for details. Tired of being gone from home all week? If so, Union Corrugating has an immediate need for Class A CDL drivers in the Vicksburg area. Competitive pay, paid time off, 401k match, plus medical and dental benefits. Right, right now, there's, there's a $5,000 sign-on bonus to all Class A CDL drivers that join our team. Call 1-888-661-0577 or visit Indeed.com. Union Corrugating, a leading manufacturer of metal roofing, an equal opportunity employer. 
When you experience the Sanderson Farms Championship, it's not just a good time, it's a great way to give back. Proceeds from the championship are donated to Mississippi's only children's hospital to support the nearly 180,000 patient visits at Children's of Mississippi each year. Last year, over $1.4 million were raised to go toward the completion of a much-needed children's hospital expansion. So join us for the Sanderson Farms Championship, September 27th through October 3rd at the Country Club of Jackson. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just a good experience in, in itself to how they did it and how loving and compassionate they are. I was just so excited because it was exactly what he tells you. I cried. <laughs> I really cried. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. If you're about to start a project or remodel with wood, you need to think Miller Lumber in Richland. Since 1953, we've built a solid reputation of supplying quality wood at a lower price, like Western Red Cedar and Cypress Lumber, as well as a wide variety of patterns in pine, cedar, and cypress. Shop Miller Lumber for the best price new pine flooring and treated lumber in town. Miller Lumber, 551 Old Highway 49 South in Richland. Visit MillerLumberSales.com, 601-936-7099. Need furniture or bedding now? The pandemic caused a big slowdown in production and shipping, so the wait can be longer than you'd like. Fortunately, Miss Skelly's has preferred status with our vendors, so despite some delays, we actually have a lot in stock and ready to go. Check out what's available now at MissSkelly's.com. The selection is growing, so if you don't see what you want, check again. Then order online or come into one of our showrooms. That perfect piece may be in stock and ready to go at Miss Skelly's. Pine Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. When it comes to your business IT solutions, Smarter is better. Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business, win with authority. Your partners in IT. Every size business deserves top tier IT solutions. Visit seaspire.com slash business. Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Come on. Come on. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. All right, we are back on Super Talk Mississippi. We're back on Middays with Gerard Gibbard. We are live from the Mid-South Forestry Equipment Show. 
And the Rhino's back in the studio, keeping everything going for us. Joining us now, David Livingston, the Executive Director of the Mississippi Loggers Association, and Scott Swanson, President of Stribbling Equipment and Empire Trucks. All right, gentlemen, this is uh, quite an impressive event. Uh, been going on uh, how long? Well, you were just telling us about that, Scott. Yeah, Dave and I were just talking about this. Uh, this show's been going on since uh, 1984 now. Uh, Longest running live show, and uh, David's continuing to do a great job in carrying the ball forward. So, David, I assume that uh, this is a big deal for your members, of course. I mean, this is when they, where they get to see everything that applies to their business, their industry, and, and, and talk uh, just across a few yards with all these people representing this stuff. Uh, yes, yes, it is. It's, it's a huge event for them and for people all across the southeast uh, will attend to come here wow. uh, to meet and, and talk with the, the factory reps as well as their local dealers and uh, to uh, get that time that they don't often get because they're so focused on uh, being in the woods and working and being super productive every day that's that's this is a huge event for them to be able to do that and scott i gotta believe that for you guys uh other than than uh prospective customers and buyers coming in and and seeing this stuff on the showroom floor or maybe even in catalogs they get to come see this stuff up close and in its environment and operating absolutely and uh we're blessed to have our partners with uh john deere and uh freightliner western star here with those representatives to uh meet and talk with the customers directly which uh they don't always have the opportunity to do and uh it's a great venue for that and a good safe environment and uh it's also introduced uh, a lot of the younger generation to uh to all the products and actually what 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 the forestry industry actually does every day so the one thing that this kind of stuck with me that uh, Tedrick Radcliffe, of course, Mississippi Forestry Association Executive VP, told me on the tour is you won't find a chainsaw out here. It's a, the industry has changed a little bit since then. Impressive watching those machines operate and those operators. I, I think what got me more than anything was uh, just how fast they are moving that stuff around. Yes, uh, they're very, very talented in their trade, and uh, and uh, it's it takes time to hone those skills. I'm it's, sure it's not done done overnight, you know. And uh, trying to get people engaged in that now, uh, we've had the help uh, a lot from Scott and Stribling sure. and John Deere uh, as far as developing our. We have our first ever logging equipment operator academy at Hines now. Okay. Uh, we uh, started our first session there, and uh, to try and get these young people involved in the industry and give them an avenue to get into the industry. Because basically, if you're not in the family or a friend of a family, uh, there's there's no way to get introduced into that. And uh, uh, we had the uh, the uh, John Deere uh, rubber tired uh, fellow buncher simulator uh, out there now. Uh, it's it's. We're having some more being made by John Deere that we're going to be serviced through uh, Stribling, and it's just a, it's been a, a great thing. We couldn't have done it without the help uh, of Scott and, and John Deere and working together to get this technology out there so we can get these students trained to run those pieces of equipment. It's incredible, and, and I see that uh, in the John Deere exhibit area, they, they've actually got set up uh, some, uh, some breakout sessions, some training that That's they're providing right. as well, right? Absolutely. Yeah, not only are we looking at the uh, simulator options that are out there, but also the uh, telematics for machine monitoring as well, the next steps in uh, evolution of the forestry equipment in the industry. Wow. 
And you know, I, I, I actually, uh, as you guys may or may not be aware, I come from the uh, background in the IT industry and uh, have kind of a presentation that I have made across the state to various groups. But there's a slide I have in there that features John Deere. And the reason is because John Deere is a technology company that happens to make all this equipment. That's really the way I describe it. It's incredible how much they have invested in that and how they have benefited from that and how the, the, the industry and really our society has benefited from those investments. That's right. The, the, the next uh, coin freight is smart industrial as, uh, as they continue to evolve all their products with more and more technology. That's where it's getting more and more efficient. That's, uh, that's their next charge. So that uh, so the good news is about all this technology is it's making us all more productive and and uh, folks that work in the industry, uh, David, your your members and so forth, you know they're reaping the benefits of that. But one of the things that's always a challenge is how do they stay current on all of that? Uh, to what extent does your organization kind of help them and guide them in that? You know, we offer uh, numerous uh, courses through the year of continuing education on different things. We try to. Uh, of course, the past couple of years with COVID, we've been cut back tremendously on that. But we try to keep them up to date on the new technologies and and uh, what's going on in our. We have monthly. We have five districts across the state, and we have monthly meetings every at each district. So uh, that's the main way we distribute our information to them, as well as email and, and all that. So. Gentlemen, it's been a pleasure having you on the program today, and uh, honestly, I just want to commend you for the event and for, for what you guys do for Mississippi and for our nation. Appreciate you coming on today. Thank you. Thank you. That concludes our program here from the Mid-South Forestry Equipment Show. Rhino and I will be back in the studio on Monday. Have a good weekend. Stay safe, and God bless everyone. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.